After the first 2,000 years. And the fifth year of our podcast. That's just not true. So year three, right? Yeah, this is season three. Actually, but, year three, yeah. And it's also <laughs> not the 2023rd year because there were years before we started. No, I said this is the 23rd year since the 2000th. But the 2000th year wasn't the actual 2000th. Well, the calendar was made up anyway, so none of the days mean anything. Well, years are arbitrary no, standards of time. Some, I think because 365 is what it takes to rotate. Year the but that's, that's not true. Born. It's 365.4. Yeah, but the point four is why we have leap years. I know, but that means that the calendar is not actually the well, right. It's yeah, just a random if day. It, yeah, but if because if it because if we wanted it to be accurate, we'd make it so it it'd it be matches. a weird amount of hours in a day though. So the, why is it 24? 24 is also just a random number they pulled out of thin air. 12 hours, 12 hours. No, mate, it should be 10. It should be 5 hours Sam's and 5 Sam's angry hours. about the way we do calendars. Doesn't yeah, because calendars are freaking stupid. Anyways, hello everybody and welcome back. I hope y'all are pippity pop a festive way to start off our... our to get us liberty jibbity and jamming. So, happy new year to all of our very loyal listeners. We are, of course, uh, for, our, for our people who watch us on the video version, our set's a little bit mixed up. We're trying something new. This is how it was meant to be when we first moved here. We just never set it up this way. Um, it might stay this way. Oh, is it, it looking not. nice and spicy? We'll see yeah, how it's it like, feels. Remember how we had it set up back when the podcast was in my room? Yeah. It's like that. It's all right. We'll see nice. how it goes. Uh, if we do end up moving over here, though, we'll, of course, move all the... the we'll move props. the posters and things. But um, we'll see how this goes. If you like it. Uh, tell us if you don't also too tell bad us. all right if you like it and you don't like it comment <sighs> both but in two separate comments tell us to do some other thing all right starting us right off with Say our it. first piece of uh, it's not really gaming tv or movie news i guess you could put this under our occasional tech time segment yeah this would more fall under tech time this is more like internet entertainment news oh basically so here's how the show is gonna go so we were off for two weeks. We took Christmas and New Year's off. Yes. Um. So there was a lot of news since then. We're not going to talk about all of it this week because we just do not have the time. So this week, we're just going to talk about a couple things. Uh, and then we're going to do our big 2023 preview. And we're going to talk about some movies we saw. And that'll be this episode. Next week is when we'll cover all of the news that we missed to catch you all up and to catch ourselves up. Because I've been asleep a lot. So, and we'll Sam, do it all in the quick span of one hour. Yes, we're going to do it. Yes. Our... No, we're not. <laughs> it's not going to be enough. Trying to make Patrick as big as we can. Patrick we keeps turning his camera off. There he's we go. Very... Now they can see him. Now they can see him. He's very clearly in bed as well. Hey, hey he's chilling. Are you getting right. on your side I have doing this? Self respect. That's even... why you chose to not he's sit not up. even sitting up. <laughs> All right, but getting things started off with our first piece of news. Patrick, you might have heard about this. YouTube recently changed their policy on profanity. So they are basically, they're cracking down on swearing 
uh essentially you can't say any swear words uh used to it was like within the first 30 seconds now it's in the first 15 seconds if you swear pretty much no matter what it is instant demonetize uh and they will be checking the rest of your video and if you swear a lot in the rest of your video also demonetize used to it was just the first 30 seconds that you actually had to care about the rest was pretty much fair don't game. they count like bleeping it as swearing now too or something like that yeah bleeping counts as swearing Which so you can't very dumb you can't bleep either and uh they're I also cracking like down on gore I feel like this should just be for YouTube kids stuff and not like everyone else because I feel like we're all adults and we should be able to watch whatever we want. Well, yeah, man. <sighs> is it the whole thing about the not swearing so that it's family friendly, but also aren't you not allowed to monetize family friendly videos now? You can't monetize content that is made for yeah, kids. Yeah, so if it's not made for kids, which no content on YouTube is anymore, then why are you not allowed to swear at any of it anymore? Man, if only they developed like, uh, man, like a second app that was just like just kids content, so you could like separate, you know, what's appropriate and what's not. If only they had done that. If only, if only that were a thing they've already done. Also, why are you trying to uniformly make everything accessible to children? That makes no sense. Probably because they're just mad at parents complaining about, oh, YouTube told my kid to poop Well, word. maybe don't well, just hand your kid an iPad with unlimited watching, YouTube like, access on it and expect should be watching what the kids are watching. Like, parents need to be on top of that. YouTube should let people watch whatever they want. Yeah, maybe, like, parents should uh, do, like, parenting. Maybe just, like, don't give them unrestricted access to the internet. But yeah, so six. in addition to their new rules on swearing, they're cracking down on gore as well. So anything bloody, any blood, any, any Midnight like her is gone. <laughs> any kind of like gore, like is you're you're gonna get demonetized. Which okay, I kind of get that a little bit. Obviously, you don't want like snuff videos on the platform, but right? those aren't on YouTube. I'm just saying, like you they haven't been since like, like the ISIS days. No, but you also don't want like videos of like if someone is doing like a dumb prank and they hurt themselves. No, 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 like cartoon violence. Is I know bad. that's I'm getting yeah. to that. But like, if you make, if you like, put a mo like a movie trailer for a horror movie on there, and it's got a lot of blood in it, and someone does like a reaction Is it video, about specifically like real life gore, like someone no, it's life, by a it's bus or simulated gore, real life gore, or cartoon a, violence. No All those three things are being cracked down on. Uh did you guys see Jeremy Renner's Instagram post of him okay, at the hospital? Patrick, <laughs> Patrick is talking about a completely unrelated thing. All right. Um, but anyway, but like, it's so basically what they're doing is if you make. So, for instance, as an example, if you there's a channel called Dead Meat, it's fairly popular, who makes videos about horror movies. There's a lot of channels that do those. They do videos about horror movies, like reviews, like reviews or recaps or whatever. They can no longer do those, pretty much, because they can no longer use any clips with cursing and violence in them. Yeah, which is which every, is horror, every movie. horror movie. So what are you supposed to do now? And like, um, Moist Critical was the one who's like really been like on top of the story. He was like the first one to make a video about it. But um, yeah, if you know, if you've ever seen a Moist Critical video, it's literally just him like swearing nonsense words for ten minutes, and then like talking about something dumb that happened on the internet and he he released a video that was a trailer for the next issue of the comic book that he makes yeah and in that trailer like there's a there's a like a big cartoon guy who like punches dudes and their like heads explode and he got demonetized for that what i don't get is like why 
And to be fair, What's it's like it's point? not like real life. It's like a cartoon of a dude. Like it's not a real guy. But my question is like, why? Why now? YouTube is coming up on its, believe it or not, like 18th anniversary. We're two years away from YouTube being 20 years old. So just let that sit in for a second. But age restriction has been around for years. They've, Almost since YouTube's creation. Yeah, there's really not like, there's not a whole, you have to dig, like dig a lot to find like really bad stuff on YouTube now. Most people on YouTube are making like really high quality. I mean, quality if you know the right things to search. That's what I'm saying. And you got to really what dig your YouTube search What are you doing? Like? I'm, I'm just saying, not that I would know. <laughs> <laughs> but... If you look on YouTube now, because of the way um, social media video has changed over the past couple of years, most of the stuff on YouTube that you'll find is like really high quality, like long form content. Yeah, like video essays, that kind video of stuff. Video essays, like mini documentaries, long form movie reviews. Game, like, yeah, gaming and gaming, tech reviews. You'll get a lot of that stuff. And most the, of that. The average YouTube video is like 15 to 20 minutes. That's what you can expect. It, you, yeah, I mean, and the stuff has gotten, I, I think it generally has gotten longer over the years. Well, more, okay. A lot of the really, because one, YouTube completely eliminated any incentive to make like two to three minute videos that are so like sketches a, a couple of recent like changes to their algorithm this stuff they also announced like a couple like like a month or so ago but their their the algorithm is once again changed it went so originally it was like likes and views the more likes yeah. and views you got the that, more recommended and, you got and we say originally it, this is like 2011 <laughs> like when, when it first like became widely known that there was an algorithm yeah it wanted likes and views, and it wanted lots of those. So short yeah. videos blew up a ton. Because you watch you, them, you watch and you it, like them, and you move on. Yeah, and, and then next it was watch time. Just so the amount of time people watch your videos. And that's when podcast and Which gaming is, content started blowing well, up. Well, that's when it incentivized the the joke, the many joked about 10 to 15 minute YouTube video requirement that everyone had to hit for Well, a while. no, that's when like hour long gaming content became popular. You know, someone would play Minecraft for like two hours and that's the video. If someone watched an hour of it, that's a lot of watch time. YouTube real happy about that. Then it changed to watch percentage with the was, minimum yeah. amount of time. The, the reason why all the videos were 10 minutes is because in order to add mid rolls, you, you, you had yeah. to be 10 minutes long. But then they changed to watch percentage. That's when like the 10, 15 minute meta yeah. started because you want people to watch as much of the video as you can get them to Which watch. Which is kind of a better way to do it if you're going to go off watch time because if someone watches, if you're a, you, if you're Gus Johnson yeah, and all you make is essentially like, like 40 second like sketch 40 videos. second sketches, you, someone's going to have to watch 700 of those. In order to equal the watch time of like one PewDiePie In order to equal the time of like one guy who like played Minecraft uncut for like an hour. So, uh, it, it, because of that change, like, the guy who watched that entire hour-long video and the guy who watched the entire Gus Johnson sketch, a little bit more counted equally. So, I get that change. So, they've, they've changed it again. We're moving on from the watch percentage. Now, it is about viewer satisfaction. So, likes. Well, how so do you no. gauge viewer satisfaction? I'm about to tell you. I'm about to give wait, you the inside baseball, before, Patrick. I, back in the olden days of YouTube, Sam. Okay, you're sidetracking us here. and I, I No. There was this little feature where there was a thumbs up and a thumbs down. It's still there. Below the video. And that's yeah, usually how you judge most, whether or not people liked it because people would click the like button Parker. or they click the dislike. And if it had a really high Parker, dislike no, number, you wouldn't you know understand. people most didn't like it. Don't 
most viewers do not engage with those buttons. Yeah, most so viewers don't really use matter. those. That's why they don't really use factor that into but, that. But now you can't even see. Remember when they got you can still the, use it though. Anyway, they got rid of the dislike button. What I was saying is that they have recently changed it to viewer satisfaction. So here is the basis, and the, we don't we don't know very much about this because this just happened. But the basis of what we understand is if you watch a video and then in the recommended page, there's another video from that creator oh. and they click on that, that's, that's a hit. They're going to blast you full of a ton of those videos. So if you watch multiple videos from a single crea creator they consecutively, that, that's the big, that's the big boost. That's how you really get going. So they're now more incentivizing instead of you putting out... A certain type of video, they just want you to put out a lot of videos. No, they they so want you to put out videos that encourage friends. people to watch more of your videos. So quality, more higher quality content. Dang, Let's Plays would have blown up right now. If Let's Plays were still cool. Yeah. Remember Let's Plays? <laughs> they still kind of exist a little bit. Someone's watching them. PewDiePie makes one every once in a while. Is Stampy, is Stampy Long Nose still around? Uh, no. That's sad. It's may we, may we... <laughs> he made a lot of money while he was... He was he lost a lot of money when he wasn't. <laughs> poor, poor, poor guy. All right, but yeah, that's the basis of... So YouTube's cracking down on swearing and gore of any kind. So that said, uh, click on the other part. <laughs> uh, and they've also but shifted you know the algorithm to viewer satisfaction. That's a really weird way to immediately. That. You know Which what is a is... weird metric that is very hard to You know to what define. this is going to turn into? Is people are going to now make what is like a 30-minute video... But they're just gonna split it into like four parts. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have Mission Impossible. Where everyone will just split two. all their videos into a million different parts, just so people keep clicking on the next one. Yeah, and just so that they can have satisfied viewers. That's a really weird way to judge satisfied. Again, viewers. Th that's just one part of it. There's more to it. That's just the one piece that we kind of know for sure. Why does this keep changing? Because the okay, the algorithm is a learning model. Its goal is to keep people on YouTube for as long as possible. Yeah. The YouTube engineers kind of just let it do its own thing, kind of its own animal. So even the people at YouTube at this point, because of how long it's been going, don't fully understand what all the qualitative you know, metrics are well, for making a video pop off. My other question is, you know how they're, built, they're really pushing shorts right now, right? Yeah, they, they are want, cranking. The, they the, want they everyone to be doing the shorts. shorts. Shorts is the opposite thing. of incentivizing that. The incentive well, of shorts is you look at a thing for 30 seconds and then you move on to the next thing and it's by a completely different person. Yeah, Hang but that's on, why though. the shorts algorithm is separate from the regular algorithm. But well, are they that... connected? Hang on. No, they're different. Where well, that comes in. Mind, but they're not, like, shorts are, the way that you interact with them, like, the metrics that matter are different. Yeah, so again, if you watch a short and then that short takes you to that channel's Age that's and you watch a video. That's what. That's where. That's how we know that this is a thing. I'm just looking, because of shorts. I'm looking forward to the day when the when the YouTube algorithm just becomes the TikTok algorithm. And well, it might be made illegal happen. because of a lawsuit, but we can talk about that another hey, time. Hey, you know what? I bet you YouTube and Google would help out big time if that because um <laughs> so they just be like, hey, was, you know, YouTube Shorts is still around, guys. There was this is another recent. There's a lot of YouTube news that's happened in the last month. But they there was, keep threatening the band TikTok, and no, never that's not what I'm talking about. Let me finish what I'm saying before you talk about what you think I'm saying. I don't know what's going. On. Okay, there was a recent lawsuit filed uh, about section. I believe it's 230 or 203. It's always like one of the twos. You you know the one where it's like they're not a publisher, so they can't 
Oh yeah, they can't. The thing uh, YouTube gets censored for stuff. every other week. So the the lawsuit. This one's a little bit different. The argument this time is that the algorithm is functioning as a publisher. Because and it's so incentivizing be different stuff. Because YouTube has an algorithm at all, that puts it in violation of it being a platform. So and that would that would you know so that would apply to every other algorithm driven social media app is that that algorithm which means it's not going to is functioning better. as a purveyor of content it's it's pushing out some and suppressing others so it's functioning as a publisher well i feel like the loophole there though is it's not suppressing the same stuff for everyone like it's 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 entirely like independent based on the person using it but so it's not really like suppressing certain videos; it's just pushing ones up for certain people and pushing the one some down. But certain genres of content do worse than others, which would be the yeah. But there's also the an argument that, that there's just like less of an audience for them. Not if it used to be really big. If it used to be really big, and then the algorithm changed, and then it got really small. Like animation but, on YouTube is a big one. Well, animation that used to be huge, then the algorithm changed. Now it's not. But also, like, some things just stop being popular. So how do you gauge which ones was the algorithm fault and which one was just... And, yeah, again, this is all stuff that like, would have to be parsed out in People stopped watching, you, like, bottle-flipping compilations in 2016. Yeah, but... You're gonna assume because the algorithm not... did that or because people stopped caring. So, like, how do you differentiate between But that's those? not a genre of video. That's a trend. Animation okay, but has it... trends, but it's a medium. What was, what was essentially an entire genre of its own was, like, Minecraft videos. No one watches Minecraft videos anymore. If you go to the trending page of YouTube, it's still I watch a lot of Minecraft, Minecraft videos. No, I'm joking. But not as I much, don't. right? Not as much as like the peak of like 2014. Right? Not as much as the peak. Everyone yeah. was because that's what the algorithm wanted was like that 10, 15, 20 minute yeah, yeah, Minecraft yeah. let's play, right? Well, that's not popular anymore at all. So like, how, is that the algorithm, or did the kids just grow up and stop watching Minecraft videos? And again, this is all stuff that would have to be. Which that's that would require a more in-depth study, to prove yeah. Like legally, and also, it this is every social media platform has some sort of algorithm. Yeah, TikTok, probably, Instagram, like even Snapchat, Twitter has one for the like the that dumb stupid like news stories. Page. Why does that exist? Does anyone use those? And the TikTok knockoff that's inside of Snapchat, which is just there, and I've never seen anyone. I've use never it. used it ever. I've only ever opened Snapchat it by accident. That isn't what my friends send me. Why do people, why does Snapchat try to, like, make it something other than just, like, another texting app? Because... Why do they keep trying to be, like, an actual, like, website? <laughs> because Instagram took all of its unique features, mm -hmm. so why would anyone go to Snapchat? So they had to create new unique features, but except for they didn't, they just started stealing ones from other platforms. people go to Instagram to, like, look at things, right? Not anymore. They go, but some people do. Like Most that, of Instagram. That was the appeal of Instagram, was there's an explore page on Instagram and you like scroll around and look at random photos. But when was the last time, go to your, go to your, pull out your phone. We're going to do a little experiment here. Pull out your phone, go to any post under the explore page and then swipe up. The next one's a video, guaranteed. Oh. That's I got an ad for DuJour. Keep going. Okay, look, the uh, almost always the, it's a video. The next page algorithm on Instagram video. is so bad. Nope, going forever. Like I spend oh. maybe two okay, well, seconds like on the football. Page. Like, okay, that's a video. That's a video. The that's only thing the I use the I'm talking about. Okay, page see, there's this. Search, uh, like and search a video. There's oh, this, and then a video. There's here's a random post, and then a video. 
Here's a post. Next one's a video. Every time. Almost every time. Because, tick, because Instagram is now Snapchat with TikTok built in. That's what Instagram yeah. is now. Because Instagram lost its identity years ago when Facebook... But Instagram, was, Instagram and Snapchat had two different goals. They used to. They used to. They don't anymore. Now, Instagram is a crappy messaging app I do see with a, a story people, feature built in. Why do people... Yeah, I don't get it. It's a, <laughs> I just don't understand. Oh, guys, now, have you seen the new thing in Instagram, the, the leave note feature in the messaging part? Yes, I have, but we're not talking about that right now. <laughs> um, so what Instagram did is it just took TikTok, put that into its Explore page, got rid of its old Explore page. It's gone. It's just TikTok now. And then... I mean, but isn't there a separate TikTok page for Instagram? Well, yes, because they just want to be TikTok. Well, but there's like, you got your home, right? Everyone they will wants get, to be TikTok. Don't get me wrong. They will get and rid of that Explore just, page. It's just... And guys, have you seen the, the thing, But those are the same uh, page. They just have different I love icons. the shop page that no one's ever no used. One, they're actually getting rid of that. Which further they proves should've. my point. They're, getting, they're, they're slowly okay, whittling no themselves down. No one ever down. bought anything off Instagram. That was just a bad idea. But, but my point is they're whittling themselves down. They're, they're, they're all becoming the same They're all just platform. becoming TikTok. Because let's be honest, TikTok is the future of like every medium. Now where TikTok yeah. is behind what? is in messages. Have you ever tried to use TikTok DMs? Oh, it's so oh. bad yeah because they're so horrible bad. well okay. they're awful but they'll fix that eventually but instagram's dms is just facebook messenger which is a popular messaging app whether or no, not you great. think it's, it's a that good facebook, app you did something right they their messages are far and away superior to tiktoks and then they also Guys, have the story feature from snapchat yeah gang so gang have you seen uh the tiktok nows which are just be reels but worse Oh, I love yes. that. Yes, and then there's Be Real, which is like the okay. Be Real is the only social media app that is actually just doing its own thing. But now everyone else is ripping them off. <laughs> the, well, it's just TikTok right now. But the problem with Be Real, how is it funded? No ads. Foreign caliphate. There's no ads, and it's free. Definitely a foreign caliphate. So it it doesn't have. There's no algorithm. Well, eventually they'll there's put no ads way for it, it to study you because there's no content recommendation feed. So it's not, it's not it watching is. what you do. Really no. I mean, so how are. does it make money? You see what your friends are doing. But your friends only upload once you know a day. There's no, there's no creators that's it. You know on Be Real. Yeah, you know that's what happens, the point. Though? That's what? the whole point. Here, one, okay, three, three ways Be Real can make money. One, you just put ads on stuff. But I'm saying right now there's no ads. But they will, there will eventually there be. There probably will capacity. eventually, but I'm saying as of right now. Yeah, two, you do the dumb Snapchat thing. Where there's just random B reels of random crap that are just there. There is that, so that you can litter them with ads, so that you can make some money off the weirdos who click on them. There is an explore page on B reel, mm -hmm. but it's not algorithmically oh, driven. Discovery. It's just random we'll posts. Apply the algorithm to that; it'll fix it. Hang on, just hold up. Third one: celebrities on B reel, but have to pay to look at their B reels. That good? Eh? So only fans. Only fans, but it's presumably less porn. So just non-porn OnlyFans. <laughs> do you remember what happened when OnlyFans tried to do non-porn OnlyFans? People stopped caring. Everyone <laughs> left. No, no one cared. Like, imagine. Well, it's like uh, when, was it Reddit? Or who tried to ban pornography? It was Tumblr. And they recently went back um, on they that. They went back They on. added that back. After Twitter started. I know. After Twitter took over the After the, the elongated muskrat did whatever he's doing to Twitter, the Tumblr was like, hey guys, it's back now. But, um, We've got bored again. <laughs> we brought the boobs back. We're sorry. Um, <laughs> we but, love our audience. 
Imagine, Sam, you can pay $5 a month so that every day, whenever Chris Evans posts a picture of him eating a sandwich on Be Real, see it. What you're describing is the Jeremy Renner app. <laughs> yes, but, we, but now there's more than just Jeremy Renner on it. So the Jeremy Renner and Friends app. Yes, and that's what they can rebrand as. Yeah, they're not going to do that. No. All right. We got, we've we have spent to plenty on. of time we on this. We could do a whole thing on this, but whatever. Moving on. Uh, the next piece of news we have is Ubisoft, Ubi Doobie Doobisoft, is going through a rough patch, you guys. They are having what we in the business like to call a not very good or good or fun time right now. So Probably because they suck. Probably because they're just the worst. And they're the worst people. So let me... Not, uh, sorry. Not the worst people who work for Ubisoft. The people in charge of Ubisoft. <laughs> let me just... There we go. All right. Let me, let me get Patrick back up here. When is this from? Oh, this is from today. Eh, there we go. All right. Patrick's back. Okay. So let's go through this. So this is from uh, IGN. Thanks, uh, Rebecca we're citing, Valentine. We're citing the sources today. That's who wrote the article. Uh, whoop, okay, well, there, man, we go. there he is. He's back. Okay, Ubisoft has announced that it's delaying Skull and Bones for the sixth time, uh, which has essentially been a weekly occurrence for the past like ten years now. Um, it has canceled three other unannounced games, um, which means stuff that was early in the works that they're just now we're not going to pay for. That they've decided they're just not doing it all. And you know what? Here's what they should do. All the just games they just canceled? All the people who are working on those games? To stolen bones so that it finally comes out. That, or um, Game Pass will just pay you to make a game and put it on there. You know, you, you know how stolen bones is just the pirate ship stuff? Mm-hmm. How is just the pirate ship stuff taking this long? I don't know. Also, Sea of Thieves exists. And it's like the same. Yeah. And so, there's more stuff. Clearly it can be done. <laughs> I mean, be it this looks significantly no, more realistic. What that means is they've restarted development on this like six different times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but continuing in the article. Um, uh, so. There's people. Who's that? People um, just got. Mario and Rabbids, Sparks of Hope, as well as Just Dance 2023 uh, performed bad. Not yep. good. They did not like how those big, performed. Big, big, big suck. And the company is undergoing a restructuring. In a press release today, Ubisoft... means they're firing a bunch of people. Yes, that's what that really means. Uh, Ubisoft outlined a new strategy for the remainder of its fiscal year, as well as lowered expectations for the last fiscal quarter. Ubisoft plans the move as, uh, as a result of the company facing major challenges. As the industry continues to shift towards mega brands and long-lasting titles uh, that can reach players across the globe. So, what that means is they don't make any big online games. And that's what, this, that's what the government... That's what the people want. That's what the people really want. That's what they enjoy. They want, they want the big Call of Duties. Yes. All right, let's do, the, let's do the Tucker Answers the Door show. Are you doing the podcast? Who is it? It's Max, whose mic is not plugged in, and we don't have any well, ports for you Max, to plug into. Max, who navigates in and out of yeah. the show at win. He's going around. Oh, here he comes. He's coming. They can only see your hand. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's me. All right. Hey, everybody. Okay, bye. Yeah. There he goes. Uh, but back to what I was saying. Who's that? Uh, anyway, so yeah. I don't know what that was. All right, keep talking. So Ubisoft, 
so they said that they they don't have any mega brands and long-lasting titles that reach players across the the globe on multiple platforms and business models what's that what that basically boils down to is they don't have any big multiplayer games they don't have any big multi-plat call of duty or fortnite uh i mean they make all yeah i mean not really not anymore ubisoft doesn't publish like a major game what do they make? What is their big game anymore? Tom Clancy games. Damn, they make so, so many. So gosh they have. Darn Tom they Clancy have games. Rainbow Six, but like, no, that's the only one. Uh, that's their only like big popular like shooter games. What game. came out in twenty twenty two? What did they made? Dance, which they are not made. They don't Mario like that Rabbids? anymore. They don't. They don't like that anymore either. Um, Roller Champions. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, they make Assassin's Creed, or at least they they sometimes they made do. um they made the new Rainbow. Six. I guess Rainbow Six is the closest thing to like a big online. Yeah, that's their biggest game. But the Rainbow Six community is not nearly as big as Call like yeah. That, that's the I th I think that's the smallest of the big shooters. Probably, especially the one they just made that no one cared about. And just I would say Six Siege. in order of popularity, it's probably Fortnite. Call of Duty, all of them, Warzone, whatever. Still putting Fortnite at number one, Sam. You want me to pull up the active user list? You know, you don't have to okay. yell at me about how Fortnite's the greatest game ever. It's not. It's just a popular. It's the, it's still the most streamed category on Twitch. It, okay. it has okay. been for like the last I six years. You. Uh, what was I saying? Yeah, Fortnite, Call of Duty. Um, probably after that, it's Valorant, then Overwatch. There's Rust on there, Sam. Rust Where's is Rust? not on that list. No one plays Rust. I and know then people it's, that play and Rust. then under there, it's Tom Clancy. Uh, that's probably. Just every Tom right. Clancy game, Rainbow Six, the one that's popular. Well, because there's also the Division, Ghost Recon. One plays those. Um, the other one. Oh wow, the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Top ten. Sh I'm trying to find online shooter or whatever. We gotta move on. Just pull up Twitch and look at the ones that are being streamed the most. That's basically the answer. Then I gotta log into my Twitch account. No, you don't. Just go to the freaking page. Twitch.com. All right. Well, you're Twitch.tv. This is, yes, this is the same thing. Browse. Uh, what do I go to? Yeah, you guys are really efficient. Just do categories. I, I never ever use everybody. It's not difficult. Where's the categories button? It's just click the... On the page. I click the browse button? Sure. Uh, categories. Uh, escape from Tarkov? That's a... That one, that's a more recent one. That one's oh. like just started to pop Overwatch. Out. That's a shooter. Yeah. Valorant um yeah call of duty fortnite apex legends is still a thing apparently yeah people do play that game people still play that destiny someone's still watching destiny well they videos. recently had a big update um high on life that's a game that's pretty, that's just what people are not playing. really a shooter people just i mean it, it is a shooter but it's not multiplayer people playing or, it, right or now. it is multiplayer but it's not um yeah i mean there's not a lot Red, Halo anyway, Infinite. How many of those are Halo? Ubisoft? Someone's still playing Halo. How many of those are Ubisoft games? Um, none of them, I don't think. Exactly, and that brings us to their corporate restructuring. So, oh, shut up, IGN. I'm not paying for your. Nobody IGN wants Plus. to pay for you, shut IGN. Up. Shut People up. People barely tolerate you, much less pay for you, <laughs> as we steal their content. Anyway, there's a little something for everyone on IGN, and that's why we're giving IGN a nine, nine out, of out of ten. 10. <laughs> okay. But anyway, you get the idea. Uh, that's what's going on. Oh, CSGO? They don't own that, but someone's still playing CSGO apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Very excited. I just think that's funny. But yeah, rip Ubisoft. They will be Not forgotten. Best. 
Um, well, they're still around. They're going to be around forever. They're, they're going to be around. They just have money. They got lots of that. They got so much money. And you know what? I'm okay with them being around because they produce or are somewhat involved in Mythic Quest. And when that That's show true. ends... They can burn to the ground. I don't care. Oh, wait, they own World of Warcraft, right? No, oh, that's, no, that's Blizzard. Blizzard. Yeah, that's Blizzard. And Blizzard can't. Blizzard's owned by Valve, right? Owned by Activision. Or it's owned by. Oh yeah, they just merged with Activision. No, they merged like a decade ago. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, uh, you're so thinking of the Activision Microsoft <sighs> thing, which just oh, speaking, all the companies are one company. <laughs> speaking, speaking of, uh, they recently got sued in New York. Uh, They're getting investigated by the FTC for anti-competitive behavior. Oh, you mean the company that's become every company? Well, so they recently got sued in the UK, and it was ruled that in the UK they were not allowed to merge. Uh, But they just did not in the UK? Uh, And then, well, because the merger hasn't gone through yet. Like, anywhere. It's just been proposed. Uh, And now it's under investigation by the FTC as well, which is not good. If it doesn't go through now, they'll just wait for... The president to change, and then the whoever, and then they'll and just then pay they'll him. Just let him through. That's how All it right. works. Uh, no, I can't wait for every company to become like two companies, and then that's when they'll be like, "Wait a minute, I think there's some monopolizing bad. going on over <laughs> Maybe here. this isn't good. Like, how big does Disney have to become before we stop them from growing more? But you can't have a monopoly on intellectual property because you can make more. I mean, you can on the stuff that no, I. No, that exists. is a stupid. Stupid, 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 stupid thing to say, government. You are stupid. There are other words I could say, but not on YouTube. Also, you're not buying the ideas. You're buying, like, the actual physical products. Yeah. Like, you don't have a film production. You don't have a monopoly on, like, the idea of making movies. You have a monopoly on all of the movies that have been made. Yeah, it's a... Like, the ones actually be... Like, the fact that the Fox-Disney merger went through is... Proof that the government doesn't well, function. Yeah. No, but... <laughs> well, they let that and let the Discovery merger go through. and but, Yeah, that was also and stupid. Warner Brothers is going to merge with Comcast in a few years, and then they're just going to let that go through. Now that, that will just be straight up unfair. No, yeah, it's already Comcast unfair. Comcast literally basically owns the internet. So <laughs> once they own the uh... internet and then all the streaming apps... Which is funny, because AT&T, <laughs> AT&T is the one who used to own Warner Bros. But they decided they didn't want to deal with them anymore, so they just so sold So instead, them they sold them to Discovery, who will eventually get bought by Comcast, who's the guy who owns the other half of the internet. And then AT&T will go by Disney to compete. And well, then no, I don't think AT&T It'll just be AT&T and, and Comcast hitting each other. And then Apple will buy Nintendo, and, and everyone will be happy. Everyone anyway, will be like, oopsie, doopsie, we be let sad. Exxon buy everything. Oops, anyway. Oops, the, oopsies, we created a fascism... Remember right. when the oil companies were on top? Dang. We need ways. another... Uh, we need another... Remember when the big monopoly was railroads? <laughs> yeah, because they had a monopoly on transportation. Because there was like six, and if you needed to move products, you had to just use the one railroad yeah, that's owned by the one cool. guy. Very and epic. he was just like, you have to give me $300 billion to use my railroad. They were like, well, I guess we can't go anywhere else. I guess else. we have to. <laughs> Uh, cool. We who's the trust buster one? Was Monopolies it? are fun. Who was the president who did all the trust busting? Uh, not Taft. It was it Roosevelt, Taft. right? Roosevelt did all no, the trust busting stuff. Roosevelt was in the twenties. It was in the. I'm glad someone paid attention. In I history. thought it was. I thought no. It was, it was in like the late. It was like the mid to late 1800s. Was in the whole railroads thing. Not railroads. I'm talking about the oil stuff. Oh, the oil stuff. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was. Uh, who was the? 
Welcome to the yeah. history show. Breast busting president. Uh, yeah, Theodore Roosevelt. I was right. We Teddy. need another. We need another Teddy Roosevelt. Remember when? But I, one who like doesn't hate Native Americans. Remember when they just made up all those weird legends about him that everyone just sees as fact and they just are patently untrue. Yeah, he's just freaking a chat. Like how he did that speech while being shot. Well, he did that. Actually, gone. you can just look that up. He didn't. Die. You want me to look it up? Let's not talk about it right He now. was. He literally I, I, got I, shot. My conspiracy And then theory. at the end, he was like, now I need to go to the hospital. And they rushed him to the hospital after his speech. Well, Teddy. Remember when he ran as a member of the Bull Moose Party? <laughs> well, he invented his own party because he I got kicked might be, out. Might be the, the greatest party name of all time. Yeah, because it's like, what does that even mean? All right, Sam. What is W-O-T-C-O-G-L 1.1? So... Wizards of the Coast. That sounds like an anime. Is owned by a little lesser known company. You might you might recognize them called Hasbro. Oh, I love Hasbro. Hasbro, yeah. So aren't they owned by CBS, which is another company owned by an internet conglomerate? <laughs> uh -huh. But that's not what we're talking about today. Today we're talking about Wizards of the Coast and how they are ending uh, the the tabletop board gaming fandom effectively. Um, the very small. Tabletop board the game two billion dollar industry is the tabletop board gaming industry so dungeons and dragons which is wizards one of wizards of the coast two big properties uh the other one being magic the gathering which are very similar in terms of like sort of like genre uh now recently they alienated their magic fans because they overprinted a bunch of like cards and then charged like thousand like uh, like i think it was like 300 dollars a pack for like these reprints of cards that you couldn't even use so they had already alienated a bunch of their fans there. Uh, and now recently, they are revoking the open gaming license for D&D, &D, which was written to exist in perpetuity, which means ongoing, forever. Uh, they are revoking that, which is illegal. You just literally can't do that. And replacing it with open game license 1.1, which is a revision that allows, should Wizards of the Coast want, to um, claim any property that uses any of the uh, IP for Dungeons & Dragons, so the monsters, the characters, the mythology, the game rules of Dungeons & Dragons. Okay, but... That, and if you make more than $750,000, uh, they are allowed to take 25% of your net revenue Sick. after taxes and all that. So bye-bye Critical Role. <laughs> so, yeah, that includes really big... Now, Critical Role has stayed silent on this thus far. And this is a leak. To, be, to, to clarify, this is a leaked version of the open gaming license that we're talking about. But uh, Wizards of the Coast has said a lot of things and has basically tried to defend a lot of these principles. I don't feel like implying there's that any it is way you pretty can much real. actually get away with this. Because, uh, okay. So yeah. hang on, I'm not done. Okay. So if... What has allowed D&D to flourish is the massive third-party sphere. People who go on, um, you know, Kickstarter and, you know, kickstart their own campaign books and write their own little rules and backstory and lore and all these little fun things that they want to do. People like Critical Role, D20, these live play shows on Spotify and YouTube that play the game using, you know, D&D's rules. Or made an entire animated series with characters from their D&D campaign. Yeah, or do something like that. Basically... Uh, DN, uh, Wizards of the Coast can now just scoop that up. That's theirs now. And they are allowed to use and sub-license your work as if it is theirs in perpetuity. So they own it. That's yeah, stupid. again, I don't see any way this as well as isn't, you, has any sort of actual legal grounding. As well as they are able to... They, they take 25% 
of whatever your net revenue was or your net like gains. So even if you lost money on it, they'll just take, they take, yeah, they still can take from you. They take 20% of like the gains. So not just what you made. Now, I feel like if this goes through, I'm pretty sure Patrick just fell asleep. He's chilling. No, I'm here. He's, yeah, he's good. Okay. But, um, That'd be like essentially I'm if Disney go, came though, out tomorrow. Ready. And you're doing what? I gotta go though. So I'll we're not. We haven't later. talked about movies yet. That's uh, okay. We're gonna talk about Batman. Patrick. He's gotta get his nine hours. Okay. Bye bye. Bye, Patrick. But um, now that'd be essentially like if Disney came out tomorrow and was like, "Hey, any little kids that play pretend Star Wars and say that they're Darth Bogunkus." And they pretend a lightsaber fight their friend. We can just say that Darth Bagunkus is our character and use him, and we get all the money from him. Yeah, no, literally they can do that. That is what they. Which done. is why I don't think this will go through. But pro tip. No, it's not. It's here's, so here's how you get around it. For all of you, okay, this is like code red. This is emergency scenario. Oh, I'll get into that in a minute. All of your stuff. Here's what you do: change all the characters' names to stuff that's really dumb and really vulgar. They can't ever actually use any of it. <laughs> just change it to like, just like, like this character's name is like Diarrhea Boy. <laughs> and, they, and they'll never ever buy it because why would just you name want that? all your characters like racial slurs? Yeah. <laughs> and then if they buy it, then they get in trouble for having a bunch of characters that but are named so, after racial slurs. So in, when we get to people <laughs> getting around it, Almost every major producer of third-party D&D content, because there are some bigger ones. Uh, like, if, have you ever heard of the game Pathfinder? I think so. So people like that who make those kind of products, which, which is a, like a spinoff of D&D, like it uses all their rules and stuff, um, have already begun to make their... Oh, this, is, this isn't D&D. No, 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 no. This is Wizards and Waverins. No, 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 no. This is, this is, this is Warriors in Caves. This isn't Dungeons and Dragons. Well, here's the they, they've thing. already started to make their their own tabletop role playing games that oh, it just so happens to use a D twenty. What any any old game could could use one of well, those. Well, here's the other thing. It's like what does Dungeons and Dragons own and what do they not? And like if you create a fantasy story with a goblin in it, they didn't create. Yeah, goblins. they didn't invent goblins. They didn't invent ghouls. So and to skeletons. what extent does that go under? And that's part like, of. I guess. There's an argument if you like use a spell that's only in D and D, they'll probably be able to reclaim that. But like, but if you put skeletons or a dragon in something, they didn't like make those. fireball yeah. is a spell in D and D. But those existed before yeah. D and D. <laughs> like create bonfire is a spell. Like there's stuff in D and D that is just kind of like universal I principles mean, of fantasy. D and D is essentially it always has been just a conglomerate of like every single of generic fantasy, fantasy ideas. So and but all of those ideas existed before. What so D &D, what are they going to be able to claim as theirs, and what are they going to be able to claim as not theirs? What D and D has been for basically since five E, because it wasn't always like this, but more recent iterations that is of D and D. Term I definitely know. Fifth edition. That's the that's the version that you've played. Okay. What what D and D has been for uh, what, the fifth edition is I believe eight years old now. Uh, so what what D and D has been for the last decade is essentially a fantasy novel generator. Yeah. Now you might argue that it's not a very good one, or that it's not you know if you're not a fan of D and D you know whatever. But that's essentially what the game is. It's a fantasy novel generator that you do with your friends. Uh, so it's really hard to argue 
that you create you're you know owning elves or you own dwarves and you know goblins or whatever because you just don't because in all honesty like tolkien owns all that he's made up like half well, that even stuff. before that like, like yeah somebody in like 532 ad was like what if what, what if, if dude had what if ears? the skeleton left behind by my dead grandma came, came alive tried to stab me like what I guess that guy owns the IP. <laughs> what if there's a little green guy who lives under the bridge and asks you who for money? Who stole my wallet? And then the other guy was like, oh, it was the green man. <laughs> it was the goblin boy. And the other guy went, that tracks. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I don't... This It's going to be really interesting to see how this actually plays out. And what I think is going to happen, what I'm like 90% sure will eventually be the result of this, Wizards of the Coast just won't release that. No. They just, they'll just decide, never mind. Never mind. Uh, that we didn't do that. But also, one. they don't want the legal challenging. Because what will end up happening is if they do, well, they're just hoping no one well, has the money to legally challenge them. But they'll get. But okay. But if okay, say they do it, and they try to go after Critical Role for their stuff. Yeah. Right? Their television show is made by Amazon. Well, here's the thing. So if they come in and go, "Hey, Amazon, we want twenty percent." Of whatever, however the profit participation works on your animated series, Amazon's probably going to go, hold up a sec. How about no? <laughs> now, okay, the show changed a bunch of stuff. They removed all of the D&D IP. That's why it's called The Legend of Vox Machina. But all the characters came from there. No, they came from, they were created by the people who were playing the game. They're not from D&D. But then that'll go again back to the extent of what did D and what does D and D technically own? Exactly. And what they not? But Critical Role also has a deal with Wizards of the Coast. Yeah, they already have a pre-existing agreement. They've published books with D and D and Critical Role yeah. like as a collab. Like they already have a deal. It's everyone else. It's the people who publish uh, third-party campaign books. It's the people who publish yeah. third-party DMs guides. It's mainly publishers who are going to be worried yeah, about this. The but somebody will sue. Well, get, they'll just keep getting sued and sued and sued. And they'll just have to constantly fight over what is owned. And well, the thing is, is they will so easily lose. Because the previous version of the open gaming license yeah. exists in perpetuity. Meaning it is ongoing. Anyone who has published any work using D&D property before this new one goes under effect technically has a deal under the first open gaming license, which exists in perpetuity. It's the same as, um, so let's say you bought Premiere Pro before it was like a subscription. Mm -hmm. Let's say you bought a, a perpetual license. Yeah. So like that means you own it like forever. It's like $300, yeah. but you own it forever, right? That would be like them going, actually, that, that, that perpetual license, that's only for five years. And you now owe us all the money. And now you have to that. pay us for a subscription, which by the way, uh, you know, Filmora, the, uh, the editor, the editing software. Yep. They just did that, just recently. The same exact thing. That's why I use Final Cut. They, they charged a $200, like, whatever thing for perpetual license. And then they were like, oh, that's only for the, the 11. That's only for Filmora 11. Yeah. But in order to get Filmora 12, and we're you have to pay. And we're forcibly up to you to Oh, and, and you, we can't use it anymore unless you update. <laughs> yeah, so it's that sort of thing. But so it'll be interesting to see where this so goes. So the theme for today's episode is big corporation. They don't like you, actually. They don't like you. For real. No. Moving on to big, big corporation. Shot. Um, I think the next thing on here is the Ant Man trailer, but I feel like we should just save that, get to it on this. 
just so that we're not like repeating ourselves. Okay, yeah, we can do that. But let's so go, Golden Globes then. Let's talk about um, Hollywood's second biggest embarrassment. That's the Golden Globes. I have all the litter, winners right here. Globes so, winners. So uh, just I didn't watch the whole show because it's three hours. It was more than three hours again. Hollywood Reporter. Which I don't care. So I'm not gonna watch three hours. Two of those are just ads and thirty just minutes want of that. The list. Here we go. Okay. So. All right. Uh, let's start at the bottom because that's like the and we'll work our way to. Okay. So yeah, they they can't read this on camera. So this is just so we. Um, but the point is, so the show was actually like, all right, I guess. There was less like dumb nonsense, I would say, from what I could tell. But um, Good. less dumb nonsense. <laughs> if you don't know what happened to the Golden Globes, so they didn't broadcast last year, um, because the year before they got in all a whole heap of trouble. Because it turned out that no one on the Hollywood Foreign Press Association who the event, mm-hmm. um, they were all white. All of them were Uh-oh. white. Oh, they were all white. So they got in trouble for that. Can't do that. And they'd also been um, definitely, definitely not getting paid by major studios. No, no, no. To go on nice vacations. They and would never. They just happened to have movies in consideration at the Golden Globes. Yeah. So they got in trouble for a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. They supposedly over the past year have been like. Completely from the ground up, rebuilding the organization. Oh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. sure. So they came back this year. Um, instead of on a Sunday night, they broadcast on a Tuesday night because the Critics' Choice Awards took their old hey. slot. Now they're in a worse time slot. What the heck is the Critics' Choice Awards? And the guy they got to host it is a guy named uh, Gerard Carmichael, who I did I haven't, I haven't I didn't hear of before this. Oh yeah, Gerard Carmichael, famous person. Um he, apparently he's like a stand-up guy. He did he did pretty good from what I saw of him, but he basically spent his entire opening monologue just talking about how he didn't want to do the show. That seems like a good and way to how start. how they're bad. So I don't it was kind of a weird night in that they were constantly criticizing themselves. But at the same time, they were doing, like, the same old crap. The only way to save yourself in, like, modern Hollywood from criticism is to, like, constantly tell everyone else about how bad you are and how sorry you are for how bad you've been. Yeah. So that's, like, their go-to strat for, like, trying to look The other problem is because they became so controversial, a bunch of people who are nominated for stuff and even people who won stuff didn't show up to the ceremony. So, spoilers for this list we're about to read that you can already just find online. Um, Zendaya, Kate Blanchett, and Tom Cruise, like all three of them, I think maybe, I don't think Tom Cruise did, but I know Kate Blanchett and Zendaya won awards and they just weren't there. So, they had a bunch of missing people, just was a really weird event. Um, but we'll start. Obviously, the Golden Globes is weird because they do movies and TV, and they also split the categories up in yeah, really it's a long one. dumb ways. But we'll just kind of speed through these. All right, let's go. So, All best right. performance by an actor in a supporting role in a musical or comedy or drama television series. You know, those three things that are very similar. That are very similar. Um, Tyler James Williams won for Evan Elementary. Okay. So, it appeared, so the big general themes for the night was that uh, the big movie that they liked, not the, I mean, not the big movie, the big comedy show they loved, Babbitt Elementary. That's the big, they love it. The, everyone saw that one. Um, the drama stuff was a little bit more split up, and then the movie stuff was all over the place. All right, let's go. Best performance by an actress in a supporting role in a musical comedy drama uh, was Julia Garner for Ozark. Sure, why not? Because Ozark was on its final season. That category had two people from Abbott Elementary. 
Yes. Uh, best performance by an actor in supporting role in a limited series, anthology series, or motion picture made for television. Paul Walter Hauser won for Blackbird. This is the show about Taron Egerton goes to jail. Oh, Dahmer didn't win? What a shame. I know. Best performance by an actress in a supporting role in a limited series, anthology series, or motion picture made for television. Jennifer Coolidge won for The White Lotus. Is she related to the president? Which tracked... Uh, uh, she got like 10 total minutes of time. She was... The other big theme of the night was that anytime anyone was on stage, after like 45 seconds, they started playing them off. Nice. And like six separate times... The actors giving the speech would yell at the people in the room playing the music to stop trying to play them off. Michelle Yeoh, in her acceptance speech, threatened to beat up the piano guy. <laughs> <laughs> if you play me off. All right. Uh, uh, but Jenner, apparently Jennifer Coolidge has a lot of fans over there. because She presented an award where she talked for five minutes and then accepted an award where she talked for another five minutes. Awesome. Good. She needed the time. She really, she really uh, stood best out. Best performance by an actor in a limited series. Evan Peters won for my favorite television Dahmer. Dahmer hyphen monster colon the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Yeah. Best performance by an actress in a limited anthology or motion picture made for television was Amanda Seyfried for the, uh, for dropout. the dropout. She was another one who won but did not show up to the actual event. And then best television limited, uh, limited series. series, anthology series, or motion okay. picture uh, was The White Lotus. The winner was The White Lotus. Over The White Lotus had a second season. Which season was it? The, f the second one, which would not make it a limited series. But uh, technically, every season is like a new story. So I guess they qualify oh, well, it's an anthology. an anthology yeah. series. But also that's such a... That's three different things in one category. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it beat out Pam and Tommy, the dropout, Dahmer, and Blackbird. Sure. Yeah. I haven't seen any of those. So, yes, I agree. Uh, best performance by an actor in a comedy series. Uh, Jeremy Allen White won for The Bear. He beat out uh, Bill Hader for Barry, Donald Glover for Atlanta, and then Steve Martin, Martin Short for The Martins. Um, which is, uh, he, he's becoming a, a quick, a rising young star, Sam. All right. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. So he was. Sure. Um, I know Max watched it there. Didn't wish he was here though. It's a show about. Apparently, it's very good. Cooking it's meth my or just regular cooking. Cooking sandwiches. Oh, so not meth. Not meth, Sam. Not every show is about cooking meth. I well, know you've been you watching know, a lot of Breaking Bad. I actually haven't since we don't don't have Netflix right now. <laughs> <laughs> Best performance by an actress in a television series, musical or comedy. Vincent Brunson won for Abbott Elementary. That was like the biggest one of the night. Was she won for? Her main role on that show. Yay. Um, she's like the new like Leslie Note person. Like she's got she's like all over all. I mean, things. she she stars and created it and writes that show. Like she so, like, but like now she also does like deals for a, like she's in like makeup ads and stuff. Like yeah, all of a sudden, everyone out. Well, like at her, a, like all like yeah, like over the course of, like a week, she suddenly was like everywhere. And I don't mean to mean that show. It's a it's a really good show. Oh, so. wasn't she also in the New Year's Eve thing? think she was I yeah know, she was also in um she was like a foot shorter than everyone she else was in there. weird she had a cameo but um weird what, what's that that's a uh, weird owl movie um oh okay everyone anyway. was upset because jenna ortega did not win for oh all the millennials got upset or all the all the gen season. z's got upset they're getting a They'll give her an award she'll win eventually also is that a con i guess it's a con um best, uh, it's best comedy drama. series abbott elementary one i beat out the bear hacks only murders on wednesday i would say yeah it's Probably yeah. better than at least okay. three of those. Sure. Um, best performance by an actor in a drama series. Here was the big dumb one. Kevin Costner won for Yellowstone. Now, Sam, 
There was another man nominated in that category. His name is Bob Odenkirk for a TV yeah. series called Better Call Saul, which one of the most critically acclaimed series of all time. Of, well, technically not. It has been nominated between the Emmys and the Golden Globes around fifty times now. You know how many awards it's won? Like two, zero. Oh, that's good. It's never won anything a single time, and they gave Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. He really needed some more awards. An award for Yellowstone, which I get is like a lot of people watch, but also he's just Kevin Costner in that yeah. show. Bob Odenkirk is doing a million different things at once yeah. for a guy who was known for Mr. Show for a really long time. So why they did, I guess they just hate Better call Saul for no reason. I guess. But yeah, I don't know. They gave Breaking Bad like every award. Maybe which it's just why they, it makes less sense. Maybe it's because they just like don't want to give it all the awards because of Breaking was Bad. Seven years. Breaking Bad ended like seven years ago. <laughs> okay, but think about what shows they've seen in that time. Like they, probably just Yellowstone. They give the crown every time there's a new season of The Crown. They like it blows. They only their minds. watch The Crown. <laughs> they only watch The Crown, Yellowstone, and they used to watch Breaking Bad. You know why? You know them. They're all old. They're all really old. They're all old people. Which you can tell by the other categories. Which is why Wednesday will not win any awards. Also uh, by Yellowstone one because... Best performance by an actress in a television series. Uh, uh, Drama. Is that different than all the other things? Uh, which is uh, Zendaya. Again, she did not show up. Um, uh, so she beat yeah. a bunch of random... She people. beat House of the Dragon, which was the only one that was like... Close. Good for Zendaya, man. And then best television series drama uh, was House of the Dragon, which... Well, I think you skipped a couple. No, I, I, did, I did not. Okay. Right here. Uh, which oh, was yeah, House yeah. of the Dragon, which, which is... Which was kind of a shocker. Crazy, because again, Better Call Saul. Final also season. Also nominated. Your last chance to not... What was celebrated as a perfect ending to that show... Did not win in favor of the first season and now, of a Game of Thrones prequel. I haven't seen Better Call Saul, but... House of the Dragon is very good. I will say it's as good as like the first few seasons of the first original Game of Thrones. So like it's it's nothing to scoff at. I just I, and again I haven't seen Better Call Saul, but I'm surprised that it beat Better Call yeah. Saul. Well, it's apparently not because they just hate it. But again, <laughs> again, what shows do these people watch? Well, I don't. It's weird. Who was the only person in our family who originally watched Game of Thrones? There's Dad only one. No, but he watched it later. He watched it only because I watched it. Ooh. Wasn't me. Your uncle? Nope, oh, think older. Grandpa? You're close. Your great-grandpa? Granny. Oh, our grandma? Granny was the only one who watched Game of Thrones. Cool. Like, weekly. Funny. And she was <laughs> old. <laughs> so, my point being... No, but it's it, another show it's old people watch. It's just weird because House of the Dragon is guaranteed to run for like five seasons. Four. And they gave it, still, that's four guaranteed years it's going to be up for, up for this award. And they gave yeah. it to it immediately, which is insane. Hey, they got the faith. The Best original song, Natu Natu, one for RRR. Um, they uh, also sure. tried to play this guy off because he was not from America and did not speak very good English. So they were like, get the, oh, so get just, the guy who's not yeah. white off stage. Get him off quick. That's a good look for them. That's a really, that's where they want to be at. That's where they want, that's the kind of image they want to put um, out right three now. Three of the five best original songs were songs that just played over the credits. But hey, good for him, man. Uh, we're good for, uh, for people who made that song. They beat out Brianna. And um, Lady Gaga. 
and Taylor Swift. So and uh, Xiao Papa, which was like from which was Pinocchio. very popular. Um, um, best original score. Justin uh, Hurwitz won for Babylon because I guess they had to give it something. Because okay, all right, cool. But a lot of the big time awards movies just kind of like flamed out immediately, yeah. which is why there's not really a clear front runner this year. Uh, uh, best best screenplay for a motion picture. Uh, the Banshees of Inner Sharon won. That was the uh, favored, and it's also probably the best screenplay out of all of them. Yeah, Steven Spielberg wasn't going to win. Women Talking, they didn't watch. Uh, no, it had too many women in it. Yeah, they don't watch things. Uh, everything Everywhere <laughs> All at Once went right over their heads. Yeah, they didn't understand. There was too was much going, going on. <laughs> and then Tar, they fell asleep during Tar. Yeah. So <laughs> they only made it to the bitches. Best Director for Motion Picture. Uh, Steven Spielberg won. For The Fablemans. For The Fablemans. He beat out... Uh, Martin McDonough, Baz Luhrmann, Daniel Kwan, and Daniel Scheinert, also known as Daniels, and then James Cameron. The only real competition he had was James Cameron. It wasn't going to be Baz Luhrmann or Martin McDonough. Yeah, okay, now let me, <laughs> let me speak for a moment, a bit out of character, in defense of the directing for Avatar. It is very hard <laughs> to get expressions through the CGI masks that every character has to wear. And it's several different points. This is something I actually did notice that I don't think I mentioned when we reviewed it. It's several different points in the movie. Actors are communicating and, like, acting just through facial expressions. Like, I don't know if you remember, there's the part where, like, um, main character and his family show up on the beach of Water Tribe, Jake right? Holy. Yeah. And he's like, please, let me and my family stay. We's very homeless and we need to not be dead. Oh, are you talking about the really, the really sexist scene where, um... And it's not really that sexist, but when uh, they all show up and like his both of their wives immediately like, yeah, like yeah, start yeah. giving each other, and mean then they looks. start arguing, right? And then and then the two dudes look at each other like, there, there's the scene, darn women. <laughs> there's the scene where uh, the water tribe chief looks at his the the queen, mm. and like there's a there's an exchange between them where they don't say anything, they just look back and forth at each other a couple times, and through the emotions on their face, the wife kind of understands. All right, well, we kind of have to do this, and she like goes off. But there's no dialogue in that scene. I think that that is very impressive. That they're able to get that level of emotional expressiveness through those characters. Mm. And I think that does speak in part to James, James Cameron's direction. However, Sam, even Spielberg made a movie about movies. And they like those. They love those. Especially um, when the movie about movies we'll, is about the guy we'll who made We'll get to who won Best movies. Picture later, but... Um, see, I actually, I was fine with Spielberg winning. It's yeah, been 20 years it, since he last won in, a Golden Globe. And I he, don't think we reviewed it, but The Fablemans was very good. It was good. I liked yeah. it. Um, but see, I can't get he in. gave a really good speech, too. He talked about how he used to be a PA. Um, and, he, um, and he talked about how like it took him forever to like work with the courage yeah, get to make the movie. Go. So it was, it was a nice speech. But you know who had a better speech, Sam? That was the guy who won Best Performance by an Actor in a Supporting Role. And Let's that was Kwan for Everything Everywhere All at Once. He grave. He's he was the first one to win an award, and he gave the best speech of the night. And if you just turn the awards off right there, he really didn't go. miss a whole lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, he obviously he deserves to win this award by far. Yeah, he's great in that movie. He he's really good, for, especially since a guy who really didn't do a whole lot of acting for like thirty. And years. And he's kind of like the heart of that movie. Yeah, he's the heart in a lot of ways. Um, I think this pretty much cemented that he's gonna win. Best Supporting Actor at the Oscars. Yeah. But yeah. He God, was, that was such a good movie. He was great. Everyone needs to see that movie. But Sam, you know what people talked about even more? 
It was the best performance by an actress in a supporting role because it was Angela Bassett for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Ooh. And that was a Marvel film, Sam. That was a Marvel That movie. has that word on it. That I everyone know knows. what that is. The word. The word right there. You can't see it, but it says Marvel where I'm pointing. Sam, I've seen Marvel movies before. I know that word. Um, I know Iron Man. I, I know him. She really won this because there's not a clear frontrunner for this award either this year. What do you mean? For, for Best Supporting Actress, there's not like one where everyone just says it's going to be them. It should have been Jamie Lee Curtis. No, should actually, it should not have been. Lee. She did nothing. It should have been Stephanie Sue. It should she was not yeah, nominated. But she wasn't nominated for um, Carrie, I probably would have... If it was me and it was these five, I've only seen three of these movies, but I probably would have given it to Carrie Condon for Banshee's Even a Sharon. She's really good in that I'd movie. give it to Dolly DeLuna. Angela Bassett that has the funniest name. is good in, in Black Panther... But I feel like it's one of those awards where they gave it to her just because she did a lot of yelling. And for some reason, yeah. there's this perception that good acting yelling equals is good just acting. yelling a lot. I am the queen of the most powerful nation in the I'm world. I'm not dissing her. She did good. Um, yeah, I'm not saying it was a bad performance. Good, I'm just saying that's a trend her, that's in Hollywood. You know, that, that's a thing. You know, I was really... Marvel needed a win, Sam. It's been a while since Marvel had a win. Sam, they just, you know... They're just a small company making indie films. They're, they're just, just trying to... Help. They're just out here trying to make it in That's America. right. They're just, they're just a little guy out here trying to now make it. Now with this, one day, maybe one day... <laughs> maybe one it. day they'll be... They'll, they'll make it. Best non-English language picture. They didn't see any of this. This was a big thing. It was Argentina 1985, uh, which beat All Quiet on the Western Front, which Decision to Leave, and RRR, which was... All I think RRR probably should have were won. considered to be uh, more clear winners than Argentina. Because RRR was like huge. This was another thing where the guys came up on stage and they didn't speak very good English, and so they just played them off immediately. Cool. Thank you, Golden Globes. They guys. were not white, and that cannot be acceptable at the Golden Globes. <laughs> um, best animated picture: uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio won, which pretty much cemented it as the movie that's going to win. Yeah. Best animated feature. I mean. I haven't seen I it yet, you, but from I, what I've seen, I think it. I mean, the animation alone is freaking awesome. I love you, awesome. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Um, but yeah, it's gotta be Pinocchio. And yeah. and Guillermo del Toro gave a nice little thing where he was like, animation is not like a just a. It's not just for babies. A genre guys. for babies. It's like not a, just for it's, babies. It's an actual medium where you can make a good movie. Watch or... like any anime. All right, now here's the big ones: best performance by an actor in a motion picture. Uh, musical or comedy so they split them but uh the motion picture stuff in a musical and comedy because those go together of course mm -hmm. and then drama and if it's not a musical or a comedy it just gets thrown in the drama category and what is the difference between a comedy yeah those and drama? are all the same they don't know because banshees of into sharon is apparently a comedy oh it's hilarious it's a super funny it's show. a i mean it is funny but it's a dark comedy and it's mostly a, like a really sad drama but it's a comedy, apparently. It's a comedy but, in the same way that, like, Romeo and Juliet is a comedy. <laughs> where, like, they make, they make two jokes and everyone is Did you see Banshee's on show? No. Okay. You should. It's really good. Yeah. But I'm um, Colin Farrell won for that movie, um, which he deserves to. He was, he's amazing in it. Oh, the menu was not. Um, and um, he gave, also gave a nice speech. Oh, Daniel Craig didn't win. Colin Farrell probably gave the funniest speech of the night. He yelled at Barry Keegan for eating his cereal while on set. That's funny. And he talked about the the donkey that they had that they were filming with. I don't know about the um, donkey. Yeah, you got to watch the movie to know what he's talking about. I, I, want, Dan, I want a Daniel Craig to win. Um, Ooh, sad. One day, Sam. Maybe he'll win for doing that terrible Southern accent. All right. Best, Best performance, performance by, by an actress in a motion picture. picture, musical or comedy. It was Michelle so, Yeoh. Essentially, for the Oscars right now, there's two frontrunners for this. Mm -hmm. It's either going to be Kate Blanchett or Michelle Yeoh. 
Luckily for the Golden Gloves, they split them into two separate categories, so they both got to win. So they can both win. So we really don't know who's going to win the Could Oscar. Go. It's a toss-up, guys. So Michelle Yeoh won for Everything the section motion wants. picture. So it turns out, despite the fact that Everything Everywhere All at Once probably has like one of the better scripts and is one of the better directed movies, it's probably going to win most of its awards. Be the acting categories. Okay, the like wh- whoever direct. I don't actually remember. Daniels. Yeah, the Daniel, the Daniels. Um, what? kind of movie is everything everywhere all at once not a musical there is there no musical seg- segments no but it's basically everything else there's scenes with the music in it there's a there's a bunch of like super well done action scenes mm-hmm. the comedy is actually funny mm-hmm. the drama is genuinely like moving mm-hmm. it does everything good great even but i think the old guys who do this they saw well they didn't watch it they, they were like the that is not white man and what they is saw this that there movie? was like a lot of weird stuff going on and they just went this is probably Why that joke. lady got a hot dog for a hand they got to the part where people don't have a they hot got to the dog part where the rocks start talking to each other and they were just like nah i'm out i don't know what's going on it's like, the, if, it's like if it's like if Wyatt watched the Fablemans. It's, it's like if Wyatt reviewed that's all these. That's because Wyatt movies. didn't like that movie. Yeah, he didn't like it because he's Cause like, it was too yeah, weird. You had a hot dog for finger. I, that movie dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, oh, so you just like missed the point. Best motion picture, musical, or comedy, Sam. This was where we got the big boys. Um, this was really considered a two-way waste. It was either going to be everything, everywhere, or Banshees of Sharon. And Banshees of Sharon won. All I'm right. fine. Cool. I probably like those are probably my two favorite movies of the year. To be honest, so not Glass Onion. Don't really. Glass uh, Onion was good, but not it's Triangle not as good as of Sadness. I haven't seen. But it's got the funniest name. Does it? It's a sad triangle. It's like a Dorito that's been dipped in a pool. I don't think that's what it's referring to. That's exactly what it's about. That's it's actually ha- about a boat. Anyway. No, 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 no. It's about a Dorito that got dipped it's in a It's about pool. a guy on a boat who dips a burrito, not a burrito, a Dorito in the ocean. Maybe it is. I didn't watch it. I didn't either. Best performance <laughs> by an action, a motion picture. Okay. This one was really controversial. Because everyone thought it was going to be Brendan Fraser for the win. Yeah. However, Brendan Fraser did not show up to the awards because he has a really just a horrible thing happen to him by the guy who used to run the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Um, cool, so cool. He said he was not going to show up no matter what. Um, so, weirdly enough, Austin, Austin Butler, Butler. for Elvis. Because that's a movie old people would like. They've seen that. Because they were alive when Elvis was cool. They know him. <laughs> they know her. He's been around. Alright, moving on. <laughs> I, I, the movies are her. The movie is a woman? Yes. Okay. Best performance by an actress in a motion picture drama. And then so Kate Blanchett won in this category. For Tar. Against Tar. Olivia Coleman for Empire of Light, Viola Davis for Okay, King, Sam, here was the big and boy. The rest. Best motion picture drama. The Fablemans won. What? It beat How? out Tar, Elvis, Avatar, and Top Gun Maverick. Honestly. Oh, well, now, you see, now that you It read probably the other is ones, better than those it four. It is better than those four. But, but it's why not is it better those... than Everything Everywhere and no. Banshees. It's not. So you see how splitting these up is weird. Kind of goofed up the system here. Yeah. Um. I mean, cool, I guess. I think way more people were crying during Everything Everywhere All at Once than laughing. So I think that that is what we should use as a determinant for where it goes. Yeah. Is it more people laughing or more people crying? Well, we'll see at the Oscars, won't we? We'll it's, find out. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely the front runner for like the stereotype Oscar bait movie, right? 
and for the rest of this like, one. Look. Zoom, zoom it's, in. It's happy Guillermo. MacBook zoom. Uh, zoom. It doesn't like to zoom. He's no, decided he doesn't, he doesn't want to zoom. But the Fablemans feels like... Imagine it zooms, though. If you think of, like, the stereotype movie that people who run the Oscars love, it's long, it's made by Spielberg, and it's boring. It's about movie magic, <laughs> it's about sappy family drama. That's the stuff they like. And it's it's for old people. So, like, it's it's everything. And, like, there's no confusing thing no it's very simple like there's you will no not, there's nothing up to interpretation it it's is just all what's there. going on yeah so and now not to discredit the movie it's a very good movie i like it a lot it was a very well done movie it's not like it's not amazing i don't think it's, it's not just good. like there's there's one there's one layer to it it is what it is mm -hmm. it, it wears its colors on its sleeves it's very brazen about its themes it's about you know, creativity, and you're expressing your passion. Um, but it's not, like, as good as some of the other things that I think would... Anyway. We'll find out who will win. Or not nominated, but movies that were not nominated. Everything, everywhere, all of it is not. It's the best. It's the best one, though. Best one. All right, moving moving on. Next, at it, so next, Sam, thing, next activity. Now you want to talk about all of the big movies coming in 2023. 2023, the big boy, the roundup, the Woody's roundup show, but it's not actually that because that's not a real show. True. Uh, can you turn the camera a little bit more towards the TV? That little more. There we go. Now you're in the shot too, but that's okay. You're well, I'm in both. Kind of blocking out the. Megan, that's all right. Nobody. All right. <laughs> all right. First Sam. up, so we're gonna give you a preview. All the films, all the wide releases coming out in each. All month. the big major. We're gonna releases. highlight the ones anyone will probably see. All the ones that cost a lot that nobody will see. All the ones the that ones just have funny little things. We to say. actually want to see. So yes. that's what we're doing. We're gonna start off with January, aka the worst month ever. For any movie. For any movie, because that's where studios dump their crap, because the economy sucks in January. Yes, yes. And moving so no on. no one puts out movies. All right. First up, January. Uh, the Subtle Art of Not Giving a F came out January 4th. Uh, this was a self-help book. I didn't know it was a movie until I... Uh, apparently did not come out. It is getting delayed. Oh, it's been delayed. Am I... or, or it did. We're getting conflicting information, but my information said it came out January 4th. I think it's out. All right. The consensus is didn't it's watch maybe it. out. No, we obviously didn't watch Lethrigan. it. It is a movie adaptation of a self-help book. Yep. Why on earth would I watch it? I think that? it's a documentary about the guy who wrote. Would you Would you watch a movie that was a film adaptation of like a okay. Betty Crocker So cookbook? it's really a no? documentary about the author, but it's just titled the same thing as his Okay, cool. Which was only like notable because there was the Porter was reading it in a congressional hearing, and it has the F word on it, and yes. it has single handedly destroyed the entire self help genre. Is now every single self help book has one swear word in it, and that's on the how title. you get their attention as you go. Oh, that's not supposed they to said be there. there. No words. Nobody's allowed to say that. Can't say those. Not on the cover of a book in front of children. All right. Next up was Mathrigan. A movie or we Megan, saw, as most people refer to it as, a movie we recently saw, a surprisingly big hit. It is. I'm, it's got the normie hype. 
it's a movie that's the key to success is if you got randos who don't care about movies at all if they just start seeing enough tiktok ads they'll go see it they'll go see it and they megan was able to key into that although i haven't seen any tiktok ads for it i don't know whatever but um it's... so I don't know kids get advertised to megan nowadays. is not really a horror movie no it's really like it's, a weird 90s comedy <laughs> it's more like a drama about like i wouldn't even i don't want to go that far it's like because a, it's not serious at all it's mostly about the role of ai in terms of like parenting it's trying to say something but it's also really goofy and low budget it's 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 a commentary on the role of ai when it comes to like, like raising parenting children and raising yeah. children that's really what that's the main theme yes megan does do a little bit stabby stabby and, and do i a, do a little sing and do a little bit singing for like at random really intervals weird. for no reason uh but it's like i feel like that's gonna be the consensus there were a her. lot of really funny moments though where like she just like something stupid happens and the whole theater laughed because it's just like so dumb what's going on uh anyway shin, shin ultraman, ultraman that's i believe is going to be an unlimited release which uh, is... That's a Japanese movie, which I believe is the same people who made... Shin Godzilla. Shin Godzilla. It's the, which is... An Ultraman film. It's like a... It has the same hokey sort of look of the original. It's the same way they did with Shin Godzilla, where it looks old, but the story is more mature. So it's if, telling a serious story with it, a more... If you don't know classic, what Ultraman is, it's an old... It's Power Rangers. show from the 80s. It is the show that Power Rangers is based on. It's a show where a guy in a rubber suit... Battles it's another a guy in a rubber, rubber suit. suit monster every day. And, and then he runs out of power and he's got to recharge. And at the very end, he's got to use his ultra beam. And he does it and he wins and then he so flies away. So little known fact about us is we've seen a, the entire series. Yep, every episode um, maybe. We were given the whole series on so I don't, DVD I don't know for who Christmas got it from. Someone gave it to us. We don't <laughs> like Power Rangers. We've never seen any of the Super Sentai shows. This is the one that all those are based on. Um... We watched the whole thing. It's bad. <laughs> like, even as kids, we were I, like, this is a well, weird we show. Well, we didn't like it, but we would watch it because the whole episode was basically just two people punching each other. Yeah, we liked the monster <laughs> fight, which, I mean, that's, like, the whole point. And we liked it when he, because his super move was he would just, like, do this with his hands. And it shot a laser. And it shot a little laser out of which it. Which we watched another show called Ben 10, which you're probably more familiar with. And Ben 10 has a character called Waybig. Who is also who based, does who did the same hand? Because he's thing. based on Ultraman. Yeah, but and we were he, like, he does the same hand cross. And we were like, hey, and that was like the first time we were ever like, hey, that's you stole that's that from reference. Ultraman. That's a reference that they made. But yeah, um. Anyway, Sam, let's talk about on. more crap. House party, House party. You've the, seen the trailer. You don't want to see the a movie. remake of a crappy '90s comedy. I don't think we need to talk anymore about that. Thirty years ago, that, a man oh, called. Uh, we got to say if these are going to be hits or bombs. Um, no one cares. Hit. Not going to be in wide release, so yeah, you can't it really tell. It's going to make most of its money on, like, VOD. It'll be good in Japan. House Party is going to be a massive bomb. Mega bomb. Because uh, they are not marketing it, because Warner Brothers doesn't have any money to do it. And also, it's probably not very good. Yeah. So, um, maybe it's amazing. It's I not. don't care. I'm not going to watch it at yeah. any point in my entire life. Um, okay, next. A Man Called Otto, which I believe January 13th is when it goes wide. It's yes. already in, like, 900 theaters right now um oh yeah i was actually doing okay when i was out uh with the people from restaurant i work at the theater in mall i was at actually had auto play yeah uh it's got but like yeah it, it exists okay reviews it costs way too much no one will see it because it's not a thing Sam, this movie had a 50 million dollar budget and it's a movie but an old guy who just like walks around in his neighborhood we could have made that movie 
Like how genuinely. Did, okay, but how did that cost fifty million dollars? No, that's what I'm saying. Like we could have made that movie on the budget of our. And movies. the only big actor in it is Tom Hanks. Yeah, he's the only. He must one. have gotten like twenty million dollars. Yeah, that's why. Um, ne- the next. But one I we- guess that one's probably not going to make any money in theaters. But I think like. I think that one just won't make any like money. white. Like a white moms might watch it though. Mm, but like you can't really take your kids to that because it's boring. No, not like in theaters. I'm saying like. I don't think it'll make like a lot of money home? in theaters. Like I think PDOG? it'll make it'll make it'll probably be like pretty successful on like stream. Uh, maybe I don't honestly. I don't I don't think this movie stands out at all. I think this movie other is, than it's got Tom Hanks in it. Other than it has Tom Hanks, but he was also in that Apple TV movie, two of them, and no one's even heard of those. That's true. I don't. Tom Hanks isn't like a big, big flashy guy. Hanks. He's great. He's a great actor, but he's not a flashy actor. He's not a Scarlett Johansson. Well, not he's as not, much as he used to. Not be. yeah, not as much. Because he's older. Movie. I mean, he can't do the same stuff anymore. But like yeah, he's. I think this movie just doesn't stand out. Uh, I don't think it has anything to bring people 25, in. Fifty. Oh, All right, plane. Uh, That's this year's. Um, Disaster movie. Essential Gerard Butler crap. Uh, it's, it's, he puts one out every year. Every year. That movie's going to plane crash. I feel like... Get it? Because it's about plane crash. How much did plane... Let's find out. They probably aren't going to say... We don't need to know the budget to know it's not going to do well. Well, because it might have enough just like another $50 million movie not going to make Also, Tucker were in January. And there's 12 months. And we need to go faster. Okay. Plane, <laughs> plane uh, will do bad. Um, I love the title, though. Missing does not even have an act. Uh, yeah. It's, that's the... um. It's the same people who made Searching... It's sponsored by Apple. It's, it's an, an Apple app. It's another movie about where the whole thing takes place on the perspective of a, lap, of a laptop screen. It takes place on a MacBook screen. So if you remember that crappy movie Unfriended from like eight years ago. It's the same thing. It's another one of those. Um, it's going to be super cheap though. It's my, so it could make some money. I think this movie will not lose money. No. But I don't much, know if it will be a big Because there's no way it costs more than like $2 million. All they needed to make it was like one MacBook and like a, a, a set in Mexico. I think it'll do okay. It'll have enough people interested just based on like the, the premise. premise. Yeah. All right. Um, Never heard of The Sun. Uh, me neither. Women talking is going into wide, but nobody's going to see it. Because it already came out. No, because it's literally a movie about like six women in a barn talking to each other for like an hour and 45 minutes. Well, that minutes, sounds really and nobody can. That really sounds Oscar awesome. people are going to love it. Everyone else is going to fall asleep. No, that sounds so... I want to see that movie so much right now. Um, Fear, no, I've never heard of it. Infinity Pool is um, a new movie Don't touch from... the TV. Brandon Cronenberg. Oh, he's David making a movie again? Son. Um, his last movie, I think, was... A... Is he also doing body horror? Or does he do it's, Yeah, things? it's like okay. But um, his last movie was came out in 2020. You know, just because you're the son of a director who's famous for a thing doesn't mean you have to do that People thing. liked his last thing, so... Like it's the same with like Ghostbusters. Like just because you're the son of a famous director, you don't gotta do the same thing. You can do different things. Yeah, I'm not saying your work is bad. I'm just saying you're allowed to do other things. Um, but this will probably, I don't even think it's going and going. It's ever going to go in wide release. Um, so it'll probably have like a weird whole audience on like yeah, Shutter. It'll be like really it's popular not gonna make any money in theaters. Yeah. All right, and Shotgun Wedding, which I think is going is an Amazon Prime movie. So. Yeah, some of these I put on here Don't before care. I changed what the like requirements were to be on this list. All right, next one. All right, next slide. February. Okay. We got first up. Here's when the the big they actually start to put out the big movies again. Movies that actually like so, people want to see. To wet your beak, the first two come out on February third. That's eighty for Brady and Knock at the Cabin. Eighty for Brady obviously is a comedy about four old women who go who are real to into the Super Tom Brady. Bowl um specifically super bowl 51 between the atlanta falcons and the new patriots based on a true story apparently at the time okay 
this movie they haven't even pretended to like share what the true story is yeah so my guess is the actual story is literally just like four friends went to the super went bowl. to the super bowl and there was no hijinks involved they just yeah. went there they just went to the super and bowl. they just and maybe they like met tom brady at some point like they saw him in the hallway yeah so, like that's that's the true story but that is gonna bomb um it looks really dumb. Yeah, it does not and look good. And these types of movies just nobody sees in theaters anymore. Knock at the Cabin, regardless of how good it is, I feel like it'll make money because well, it's a horror thing. But it's M. Night Shyamalan, though. So but, it's it's going to be okay. bad. Now, it's another one of his self-financed things. Oh, no. And That's not He's good. writing and directing. Okay, quality-wise. That's extra super bad sign. Quality-wise, Old was not very well-liked. That's because it was dumb and bad. Um, this movie, my guess, it's another thing based on a graphic novel. So he's working off source material again. Actually, I think this one is just a novel. Old was a graphic novel. But, yeah. Um, he's but old was gonna, also bad. He's obviously going to change it to add a dumb twist. But he always, he's got to have that twist. He thinks that that's what makes a movie important. You know why? Because people told him that after Sixth Sense came out. They were like, M. Night, you got to have a twist in every movie now. And then and he, he was, was like... like that's a great idea. Uh, okay. He's <laughs> like, but what about... Okay, but for Avatar, though, no twist. Oh. Okay, twist in every movie now. Ever, other, well, I don't <laughs> think he wrote Last Airbender. I think he Nobody just directed, directed it. it. Um, but Old cost $18 million hmm. and made $90 million. Hmm. So that did make money. It made money, but it was bad. Doesn't matter. <laughs> we're probably not going to like it. No, I, I, it will yeah. probably make money. Because um, this is probably not going to cost any more than Old did. It's another, like, sick actor. It has six one actors set. In a cabin. So, yeah. again, that'll probably make money, and it's a horror thing, so it's got a built-in audience. Um, on February 10th... Magic Mike's Magic Last Mike's Dance. Come, comes back. Magic Mike's Last Dance. He's in, Balls in your face, the movie. He's in Europe. He's training a ne the next generation. This is the real premise. The next oh, they're, they're Borutoing Magic Mike. <laughs> the next generation of male strippers. They're Borutoing Magic Mike. Okay. Um, and what was... What is now a trilogy for some reason. Uh, <laughs> you know, out of all the franchises that needed to be trilogies, this was one of them. Steven Soderbergh's back to direct. So is Channing Tatum as the Mr. Magic Mike. Hey, Tucker, guess what? Salma Hayek's in it? No, 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 guess what? What? Magic Mike got a trilogy before the Flash movie came out. Sure did. <laughs> uh, this movie was supposed to go to HBO Max, but then they moved it when they decided they weren't going to do HBO Max so we'll see how this cool. does. Uh, yeah, this movie's gonna. I, mean, I feel it, like it might. They do, do okay. pretty well, just because like people forget like girls also like to see. Yeah, dudes. Magic Mike's Magic Mike's Double XL made one twenty two off of fourteen million dollar budget. That's pretty good. And my guess is because this was supposed to be an HBO Max thing, this probably cost even less than that did. And let's be honest, so, no one's going to see this movie. If this movie they think makes it'll be like, good. 50 60 that'll probably make like a profit yeah it's it'll be fine now the only problem is, is that it's gonna have no marketing yes yeah. they don't have any money for that right well now. you don't need marketing you just got you got balls and abs you're good to go yes <laughs> they should just cut trailers of just balls. like stock footage of, like, of a guy and just like a pair of underwear just like standing there just like you know mr nimbus from rick and morty yeah just that just like him flapping just his balls around Tatum in, a, in a speedo and just have him like walk around a green screen <laughs> <laughs> and that'll save you so much money. Yeah, you're good. Dollars. All right. Next up is What About Love? Coming Never heard of it. February 14th, neither have I. But neither it was heard on... of Marlowe. I think that's a Netflix. But those are both major. No, those are those are theatrical releases. Okay. 
weird. Yeah. yeah but the actual then big one we is have a big, Ant-Man big and boy. the Wasp Quantumania on February 17th. And for that, we actually... Ooh, no, hello. Go back. Which got a new trailer this week. It played at the College Football National Championship. We are going to do the um, trailer now. Which was a terrible game where Georgia won 65-7. to um, But they waited until the third quarter to release the trailer. So by the time it actually aired... Everybody had stopped watching. So here's the new trailer right here. And I find myself in a thing a thing. You did or else we'll get Scott Right. Sheet up. Okay. So, uh, I want you to stay, though. I like the setup of it. The premise, I think, is one of the most interesting. I like of, the premise of... for the character of Scott Lang. I think that... In terms of hero villain relationships, this is the probably the most interesting I, of all the Marvel movies. Yeah, I like the setup. The script sounds like it's pretty good. Cause never before, I don't in recent in my memory that I can remember, has a hero gone to a villain for to gain something and that be the the like initi- the inciting incident. I like the premise. I love the cast. It's an amazing cast. It's, you know the cast. Yeah, You've you see Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, Jonathan Majors, Michelle Pfeiffer, Michael Douglas, Catherine Newton, Bill Murray. Just, I'll see a Let's movie go. with them in it. Let's go. My, my concerns are the CGI world. The whole thing is CGI. Ham-fisted sequel setup and Peyton Reed. And this movie only exists introduce kang to my movie. worry is they're literally just selling this on the fact that this is going to come out before kang dynasty does the tagline is, is a new dynasty the beginning yeah. of a new dynasty so i'm worried it'll be like one third pretty good ant-man movie and then two, two thirds of like setup exposition for the avengers storyline and if it is that i'm not going to what like i'm it. worried about is that all this is the first 30 minutes and then it's just and the rest is Kang's out layers. there doing evil now? Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Modok. Talk about Modok. We don't. You, why is Modok? Why are you doing Modok in this movie? Because he's too goofy. You know why? He's too goofy to be a main villain. You just but pause he's, it for a sec. He's just goofy enough to be you like a why? side villain. I bet you. Before this was Ant Man and the Wasp. Kang Modok does, was the main. Kang villain does originally. a big explosion. The original version of Ant Man three was just like another Ant Man. He movie. fights Kang. Yeah. Was, or he fights. It was Modok. Modok. Yeah. And then they were like, hey. Um, these movies don't make a lot of money compared to the other ones. Put the Avengers villain in it. We gotta set up the whole big storyline for this whole phase. Just make it the Kang movie and just have Ant-Man be there. Now, do you think that the MCU is actually going to make Ant-Man the reason why Kang the Conqueror is taking over the world? I think they'll make him the reason he escapes from the quantum realm. I know. Do you, 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 so you think there's going to be like... So either he dies in this movie or he spends the next year of Marvel being sad that he's killed. He's you know the what? reason everyone is the dying. The fact that he's going to one-on-one hang multiple times in this movie is even less, is just even less of an excuse for him to not pull the, the up-the-butt maneuver. He's going to have well, so okay. many chances to pull the up-the-butt maneuver and he's not going to do it. No, 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 because he, he can't get much smaller in the quantum realm it's true so he, he they, his, his most powerful that's, attack has been nerfed that's how they do it you kill ant-man in the quantum realm so then you get rid of that loophole that's smart yeah. mr feige but you have you to kill, got me then you also have to kill stature and the wasp and everyone else who can drink though that's true but i don't think they're gonna do that i don't think that's ever gonna be a viable strategy although they do reference it in the canon disney park so 
you know, whatever. What are you gonna do? But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, just, uh, I, should, I really just want to see like a really good third Ant Man movie with just these characters and yeah. these actors. Like that, I would rather have that. But that's that's just never gonna happen anymore. <laughs> I worry that having Ant Man. Because he has to at least come close to beating Kang for the movie to like be entertaining, yeah. which I feel like will make Kang look pathetic. Yeah, it'll make him look that like he got not beat a very up by like a fifty-eight-year-old Ant Man. Yeah, and then also we have Loki season two also coming out. I think this year, right? Yeah, which we'll get to later. So, like, how does that work? I feel I think what's going to happen is this is dealing with the Kang. For, if you guys haven't seen the Loki show, number one, you're missing out. Number two. Uh, at the end, at they, the end, they they reveal that Kang has, for the most part, taken over the multiverse. If you're not keeping up with the whole thing, you're never gonna catch up. Just give up. <laughs> but watch Loki, though; it's good. Uh, but I feel like this is gonna deal with like the Kang stuff, and then the Loki will be more just like EVA centered stuff. It'd be a shame though if they don't like pick up. Where it appeals off. from the set photos from Loki is that they're doing what the original premise for that was. Which was Loki and his pal time cop Loki in time time cop Loki. I feel like Loki will be more because I feel like they want to do multiple seasons of Loki, and I feel like they're just gonna make it into like a more of like a standalone thing so they can keep making it. Yeah. Because oh, the other question is, do you think they're gonna kill Ant Man in this? He is, I think, currently one of the oldest. Of the Avengers characters that's still there? He's definitely the oldest actor playing in Avengers. He's character. the oldest Avengers actor. Actually, wait. I don't think he is because I think Benedict Cumberbatch is older than he is. Yeah, but like Doctor Strange doesn't have to do much to fight. He just waves He flies hands. around and waves his hands. Like, well, no, he isn't. Actually, I think Paul Rudd is the oldest. Ant-Man jumps and flips and kicks around, right? Because um, Paul Rudd is 53. I think there's a chance. It looks good, though, that Paul Rudd. I think there's a chance this is Ant-Man's, or at least uh, Scott Lang's last... Uh, Forte is Ant Man. The problem, my only problem is, well, not really a problem, just from like a story perspective, is I feel like they have to kill Hank Pym before they can kill Scott Lang, and you can't. Well, kill they don't both have to. In the same movie. I don't think you have to do that. I think I feel like it. they because then you also it. have Hank Pym doesn't want to train another Ant Man because his last student died. Well, don't died. worry, Sam. This movie already has his replacement in, so it. you can do that too. His daughter's gonna be a shrinky hero. Yeah, but but. Hank Pym's not going to want to train her because that's what the wasp is. Buddy died. They're not going to kill Ant Man and the Wasp. No, they can only kill one. Like they can only kill when it's not going to be the Wasp. They're going to kill Ant. If yeah, one, no someone's going to die, it's going to be Ant Man. So. I think this might be the the Rogue One of the MCU. So I think that Ant Man is going to be fighting Kang, and at the end, he's going to sacrifice his life to create some kind of weakness in Kang. That then later is exploited in the, the last of the the Secret Wars or whatever. What if he gets stuck in the quantum realm? Again? And that's how they momentarily defeat him. Then the stakes of that are stupid. So? Oh no, he's in there again. How was he stuck in there for like five hours and he didn't encounter them? He's in there again. How come the quantum Ooh. realm is constantly changing? No, he didn't have is. his suit though. He got sucked in there by accident. No, he had his suit on because they were doing experiments. He comes out. Yeah, but he, he didn't have any way to get out. Someone had to pull him out. But how did Remember yeah, the rats on the button? But he was just floating around in there for five hours and he didn't find the giant big city with the big spaceman in it? Or I guess he didn't exist yet. Okay, Tucker, how big, is, how big is the universe, Tucker? I don't know. The quantum realm makes no, 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 no just, sense. Hang on. How big is the universe? Big, big, right? Okay. 
Now imagine you're a billionth the size of yourself. Yeah, yeah. How big is the universe now? Pretty big. Yeah, so the, the odds of him finding it, that is very small. I'm not worried about that. That I can that I can believe didn't happen. Also, he was only in there for five hours. That's really that's like what? A day? I just Half a day? See the, Bill Murray scene. the time you wake up to the and time the afternoon is. Again, my other worry is this Peyton Reed, and I don't think he's a very good director. I think it'll be okay. But I'm sure it'll be fine. I I'll am, forget it in a week. I, I don't think I get... Uh, the only Marvel movie I'm optimistic for right now is Guardians 3. Pretty much. I hope it's this movie is good. the only one I know is going to be an actual story and not like half just like sequel setup. I hope this movie is good, but I have no expectations. My expectations are that Kang is going to shoot a lot of big lasers. My expectation is Ant-Man <laughs> and the Wasp. Again. Again. <laughs> so anyway, let's finish off the trailer here. The, yeah, what else is there? Uh, he, he, he does a fight. Everyone, you can't win. Everyone is freaking out about the. He's line. got a million of himself in there. Hey, pause. Second, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're also just gonna do the Doctor Strange thing, where it's just yeah, I'm gonna pause when he shoots. There we go. Look, he's got blue. He's got blue now. Now we're blue and the now the CGI blue. is better in this than in the first trailer. Yes, remarkably much so. better. It looks much less like Spy Kids. They look, yeah, they look less like Spy Kids characters and look more like early 2000s movie characters. So we're working our way up. If Which we, I get uh, actually that was Spy Kids. Okay, like 2010s movie characters. We can work our way all the way up to like 2015. We'll be good. We'll, we'll be, be set. set. But um, but this is a movie where there were four actors on a blue screen and they just ran around. Yeah, in wearing green suits. That concerns. Anyway, yeah. Uh, let's finish. Remember this when movies here. had people Ant-Man. in them and like real sets? The Manium. Okay. Also, why did they give the goofiest title to the most serious Ant Man movie? Great question. I think like Quantumania is goofy. Well, I don't no, want to see your reaction, up. random guy. Shut up. Boo. Go away. All right. Back to you. Back to you, presentation. Now we're back to real movies. Cocaine Bear comes out on February 24th. Woo! I'm hyped. Yeah, I'm ready baby. to go. That's what I'm I hear people for. talking Woo! about this movie. I think it's actually going to be a pretty big hit. I think this movie will be absolutely just horrible. Like, just a horror, It'll, awful movie. But also, like, how do you make this movie But the premise. The premise is Cocaine Bear. It's in the you title. You can't go wrong. My favorite part of this movie is going to be all the little kids walking past the poster on the way to the animated cartoon of the month. Going, Mommy, what's cocaine? What's a cocaine, Mom? And their mom has to explain it to them. And um, that's going to be entertainment. It's a soda itself. flavor, Emmy. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, Cocaine Bear, I'm hyped. I'm ready to go. Uh, just give it to me, baby. I think we've been following this movie longer than anyone else. This is like... Uh, what what is this like? You know when H three got to interview Papa John? Yeah. This is like our getting to interview Papa John. We've been meaning about we, this movie. What if we interviewed for Papa John while watching Cocaine Bear? I don't know how the logistics of that would work. I don't know either, but that would be like you could you can't peak higher. But we point. never we never memed about Papa John. He's not our guy. No. This is our guy. This is this is the white whale. And after this We've been chasing this we movie. Can end the podcast. We've been chasing this movie for two years now. Um, if you gave me the choice between Ant-Man and Cocaine Bear, I would I'd go see Bear Cocaine Bear literally every time. I mean, mostly <laughs> just because, you know, we got to finish the, the story arc. And here. also because, like, this brings me any level of excitement. Yeah, I'm, like, hyped for that. And, Ant-Man, you know, could, I could take or leave. I don't care. I mean, I'll see it, but I'll, I can Ant-Man take Ant-Man is, like, going to Pizza Hut. <laughs> yeah, Ant-Man is, like, Ant-Man is, like, going it's to eat it. like, okay, I'll, I eat it, no, I guess. No, it's the combination KFC and Taco Bell. That's what Ant-Man is. It's like, yeah, it's food. Maybe. And it might taste good. 
But, it's, but but it'll probably just give you diarrhea. And I don't want to eat it, but it's there. And I'm hungry. <laughs> Cocaine bear is like like you ordered Papa Five John's. Guys. No, no, it's like you ordered Papa John's. So like, like it's still not great. But like but you actually You're chose having fun. Some. You're having fun. You and invited you, some friends over. You're having a good time. And you chose to eat it. And you, you had options. Ant-Man was like you only saw it. Because that's just what everyone else. Because your friend wanted to have their birthday party yeah. there, you didn't want to say no. <laughs> it's so the Chuck E. Cheese of movies. <laughs> yeah, it's the Chuck E. Cheese of movies. Um, All right. Jesus Revolution is the. Um, it's the one where the hippies go to church every year around Easter. Sony Pictures puts out like a Christian film. This one actually looks good, though. It looks fine. I like this one. Actually, looks like the actors. They're are usually like real fine. Actors. The ones I've seen, but it it usually make they usually cost a little bit of money. Um, the, all the churches they only have a few sets. Church Bible studies usually go in like groups to them. Yeah, and they make a good chunk of change for Easter. And then they have enough to make another one the next year. There's always one famous actor in it, and this one it's Kelsey Grammer. So good for Kelsey. Grammer. I actually think this movie looks good. I actually wasn't he supposed to make Frasier again. Like that. What happened to that? Uh, he got old. No, he was supposed to reboot it last He's year, and it's just never that. materialized. That's yeah, not happening. Mummies. Don't know what that is. What's Move that? On. Don't care. All right, moving on. <laughs> Movies. We're March and April, so this is where we get into the big blockbusters, Sam. We're getting into the summer flicks. Well, not quite the summer. The, the summer flicks the summer. and that. It's the stuff that wasn't big enough for the summer, but wasn't small enough for the winter. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, first March. up, we got a big, a heavy hitter, a big swinger, a knockout. Creed 3. Get it? Get all the boxing references I, I made? I get it because he's a boxer. Get it? Because he does boxing in that movie. But yes, Creed 3 coming out March 3rd, the third day of um, March for the third Creed movie. I have seen Rocky, and that's it. I have met people who have seen Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> I know a person who saw Creed 2 like 10 times in one day. That's I'm sure good. he's excited for this one. Next up is Inside. But, uh, about Creed 3. Uh, I'm happy for Michael B. Jordan. Because he's direct. This is his directorial debut. He's directing this one. Uh huh. It's also did he not got... direct the other ones. No. Who directed the other ones? Uh, Ryan Coogler did the first one, and then Stephen Cappell Jr. Uh, did the second one, and he's doing the third one. So right. um, I'm excited okay. for him. I want to see what he does. But um, also this is the first one of these without Rocky in it. I'm also to see interesting how it how just, it transitions. It transitions just to purely Creed. Yeah. Um, but it's also got Jonathan Majors. And the premise is pretty good. Um, so, uh, you know what? This might actually do pretty good. You know what's funny? It could do decently well, and I think it will probably be a pretty good movie. Seven Rocky Cinematic Universe movies came out before Flash got a movie. Well, to be fair, uh, the Rocky franchise started in, like, 1977. Yeah, and the Flash comic book started in, like, the 1930s. True, but so, who was going to make a Flash movie in 1970? They made a Superman movie in, like, 1970-something. But that was Superman. You get my and point. And the Flash is the Flash. You get my point. Anyway. Also, they're making uh, another Rocky film after this what is, that is just a Rocky What movie. is inside? What is that? I don't know. So is we that not it. the same as the Pixar one? I'm guessing it's not uh, that Bo Burnham special. So who cares? Oh, wait. Maybe it is. Is it getting it's a theatrical not... release? It did. That did. Remember? For like a week. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, Scream 6. More Scream. Uh, um, it's on Mario Day. We... Neither one of us were big fans of Scream 5. That's because it sucked and it was terrible. I'm generally 
a fan of Scream franchise. I've even seen the TV show, all three seasons. I've only seen the movie, and it ruined the Scream franchise for me. Um, so this one does not have Nev Campbell for really dumb reasons, because they refused to dies. pay her. Oh yeah, yeah. She even though she it. was the main character in the first four, uh, yeah, and a main character in the fifth one. Oh no, that makes that's a good. And decision. they're like. Come on, Dev, you're not worth the money, main character. We don't need Luke Skywalker for our Star Wars no, movies. No, Sam, we can make it with only Chewbacca. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, they did that. And this no one, one saw is it. going to New York because apparently they think it's 1989. Um, Scream does New York. Pretty much, uh, but... All right, cool, what's no, 65? But, 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 I'm not done. <laughs> um, it could be fine, but I feel like it's not going to... I don't love the new cast. It's going to do the same you know Scream 5. It's going to be a big hit because Jenna Ortega is in it. And if oh, she, yeah. But this was Forgot. made before Wednesday came out. And if they killed her off in this movie, it'll probably be the big dumbest mistake. financial decision they've ever big made. Big mistake. That would be the funniest thing ever if who is now like one of the biggest stars on the planet... They it will it killed off in the movie because it took so long to come out. It will depend on if the character stays a virgin. Because if you if you have sex in a horror movie, you die. I think all of the characters does this one have had sex. They've all had sex in Scream before. No, but she was in the hospital the whole time. That's true. She's the only one. Maybe if she does anything in this movie, it'll get more as long attention. as she just doesn't have sex, then she'll. Remember live. when she just did nothing that whole movie? Yeah, she was just in the hospital. Remember the, the whole. You time. know how they the only reason that the villains are able to have their plan commence at that house is because she needed to go get like her pain. Yep, meds. she needed no. She needed her inhaler. Her inhaler because she had asthma, and the directors don't know how asthma works. I watch in this one; they just completely forget she has asthma. Yeah, no, she won't. She won't. She'll completely have forgotten. They forgot that they wrote that in. Um, anyway, we'll move on to the next one. Or it'll be like a major plot point, one or the other. Or the killer. It'll be like the reason she dies. At the end of the movie, Ghostface will take his mask off and it'll go, kids, the real villain is not is taking... asthma. And then she has an asthma attack and dies. <laughs> <It's> asthma. <laughs> if you have asthma, talk to your doctor about getting an inhaler. <laughs> and, then he, and then he takes a puff of Zolinex, <laughs> even though that inhaler's been discontinued. Why, why was that so? Because uh, it was expensive to produce. Dang. All right, 65 is that movie where Adam Driver fights some dinosaurs with a laser gun. Um, Okie dokie. I'm on board. I don't think it's going to make any money. I don't think Adam Driver's cares. good. The Jurassic Park movies but are sometimes good. But I also feel good. like it'll... Now, it does have that going for it. Apparently, people still be loving dinosaurs for some reason. But um, People honestly have been, have been kind of cheat, cheated out of good dinosaur movies for a while. But I feel like the, it'll have the problem of is not going to have the big enough budget to do like really good and really frequent dinosaur effects. So we'll mm, see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but next up is... is the first DC thing of the year. Yes, yes. Shazam. Um, stage one and its final four stages of the DCEU for James Gunn. Um, flushes everything down the toilet. It's and one of the over. last, the last embers of a dying franchise. Yes. Um, I did like the first. I think you and I both liked. The yeah, first no, design. it was good. It was a good movie. You didn't it like fun. it when it first came out, though. No, I did like it when it first came out. Uh, told me. Like, no, Patrick didn't like it. No, you didn't like it because the CGI was bad. No, I said the CG. No, I said the villain was bad, and I stand by that. The villain was awful. The villain was terrible. The Seven Deadly Sins were ruined in that movie. They were so dumb. But the movie was fun. It was a good movie. The villain just sucked balls. No, I'm. Uh, I'm pretty excited for this one. 
I like uh and the oh no my problem with the CGI was that all of the the deadly sins look they the same. all looked the exact same they were all just gray blob dudes well, don't worry Sam this one has actual human people as the villains this good time. that's good that's what I want uh but I like the director I like Zachary Levi I like the kids they're fun I'm on board Billy Batson's getting a little old kind of like yeah, his 20s now almost. if they do a big reboot they're gonna have to make him a little kid but also like it's so hard to make movies with kids where the kids don't look 10 years yeah, old. Yeah, it's kind of the nature The Stranger Things kids are like freshmen in high school and they're all like 25. No, they're the same age as me. No, I'm like canonically. Oh, you mean in the universe, yeah. yeah but they're all, the actors they're are all, all like 20. Yeah. Like almost 30. So <laughs> No, the, most of them are in the same grade as I am. So we'll see. Uh, I'm excited for Shazam. I hope it's good. Uh, that one, maybe. Might make some money. That one will probably make money. Oh, I forgot to do Scream. Scream is going to make money because it's cheap. 65 is gonna bomb shazam we'll see yeah we'll see uh champions what is that never heard of that nope. all on. right i haven't either john wick chapter four i'm gonna make a bunch of money <laughs> lots of money none of them have been <laughs> big, lots of money big grocers though yeah but they're really popular i guess no they're like they're the like basically the only like big modern action franchise yeah i mean like that's not a marvel or a dc or a star Wars. We'll see what happens, but I, I think they're kind of running it into the ground at this point. <laughs> this is the last one. No, it's not. not. They're doing a spinoff with Ana de Armas. They're doing a Peacock series. Does, does that have Keanu one. Reeves in it, though? The spinoff will, and the, the, the spinoff movie will, and he might be in the TV show. Is this the last John Wick movie? No. They, they've said they're making more? They definitely will. Okay, well, this movie will be fine. But we'll see. John Wick makes lots of I money. think ever since John Wick 2, the plots have just been like, he violated a rule of the organization. And so he has to go do a thing. But then by doing that thing, he violated another rule. And so now People they're just like watching him kill dudes. People see John Wick for the same reason they see Fast and Furious. It's just like Keanu Reeves is a better actor than everyone in Fast and Furious. That's the only thing that makes it different. Yes. Also, they dropped the subtitles. Just back yeah, to it's chapter just chapter four, four now. So now it's going to go John Wick, John Wick Chapter 2, John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum, and then John Wick Chapter 4. So only three had a subtitle. Only three got a subtitle that makes no sense at all. All right. Well, what is a Parabellum? It's a pair of bells that go, hmm. That movie had a crappy logo. If you look at this, it goes, Keanu Reeves, Chapter John Three Wick, Parabellum. Yeah, Chapter that's John That's what three the Wick. logo looks like. That's a good logo, I think. Me thinks that's the best logo. Yeah, the last one... Uh, cost $75 million, which was the most expensive one up to date, and made $327 million worldwide. That's a lot. I think That's this one will boy. do less, just because the box office has gone down over the past few years. I think it'll do the same. I think it'll probably do somewhere in the $200 millions. I think I'm feeling a strong $250, $75. It's also, it's got a lot of competition, though. March is pretty packed. It's mainly going to be competing with Creed, Shazam, and John Wick. That's true. I Shazam... Mean, and, and, yeah, Creed and Shazam. They might steal some of its And then thunder. it's got another competitor the next week, which is Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves on March 31st. This movie will bomb beyond belief. Oh, yes. It'll be a big time. Bit. This movie will not ever be no. heard of again uh, after its, it's release It's going to cost way too much money. They're going to overmarket the crap out of it. It already has been overmarketed. All the marketing will be cringe. Most just... of the marketing's fine. No, but I'm, I'm feeling like that they're going to just put like crappy rock songs over all the trailers. Yeah. And they're going to have like a dumb TikTok hashtag to promote it. And they'll do like really dumb marketing stuff. It's very corporate. 
Yeah, it's super. It looks like the most generic fantasy movie ever made. Yeah. And like we talked about earlier, okay, number one, D&D's having their biggest controversy ever right now. Like, they talked about that on the Linus Tech Tips podcast. You know how much D&D he's played? None. Barely knows what it is. They are having their, the biggest controversy that they will probably ever have. I'm calling it now. They're, they're probably not going to have a controversy bigger than this. The one they're in right now with the, the, the gaming license. Yeah. Uh, and they're expecting all the fans they just stabbed in the back to go watch their, their cool new movie. Like, if you just put a computer program and it just said, like, make me a fantasy action film. You get this. It would just print this out. It's like a bunch of, like, B-level stars <laughs> and, like, a generic premise about an evil man who's going to blow up the world and yeah. it's our team of heroes who got to stop him. And they got the two most frequently used screenwriters in Hollywood, John Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly, whose last, I believe, film they, they hey, directed but, but two Chris films. Chris Pine's there, though. They directed two films before. They did... Game Night with Jason Bateman, which I heard was actually pretty good. That's the movie. And then, um, Sam, do you remember the Vacation reboot? Yes. Ed Helms? They did that one as well. Well, that's not a good sign. No, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see what happens with this. But um, what we'll see is a bomb. because it's. Oh, it will bad. not do well. No, it will not be no. doing good at all. Lock in. I'm betting bomb on that one. If that movie... Even like breaks even, I'll be shocked beyond belief. <laughs> yeah, I would be genuinely surprised. All right, Next. let's move on to April because we're taking too long. April time. Uh, I have not heard of the top three. The biggest release is on April seventh with the Super Mario Mama movie, Mario! which I think of all of the movies this year as the best chance of making a billion. I don't think that's true. I do. Don't think. Do you think it'll make a billion? a billion like in the box office yeah i think it very well could minions 2 came really close mm. minions 2 came within like 70 million dollars this is a ginormous ip this is an all-star voice cast of just like every celebrity you've ever heard of illumination who markets the crap out of everything they make true it's gonna be apparently it's only like an hour and 20 minutes long also which means true. it'll play lots like, of tickets like 30 times every day it's got really like the entire family market cornered for this entire month for the year really i think it it probably will if it if it doesn't make a billion it's gonna at least make seven eight hundred million i think it's gonna be a giant hit and that's regardless of whether be... or not it's any good i don't know because, like, yet yeah, it has all that stuff going for it. But when I see the trailers and when I see the poster and when I hear people talk about it, I don't know. Something's just off. It feels like there's less hype than there should be. It just feels like the movie doesn't have the hype that it should. Okay. Something's off. Something smells off. Every parent who's going to take their kid to a movie this month is going to take them to this movie. Okay? That's one. Two. Every Mario fan that there is, is going to go see this. True. A lot of video game fans will go see it just to see what it's like. And four, a lot of people will go see it for the meme because haha, Chris Pratt is Mario. What is the biggest video game franchise? Pokemon. What was Nintendo's last movie? I believe it was Pokemon Detective Pikachu. How did that do? 
Uh, pretty good. Did four thirty-three uh, on a one fifty million dollar budget. That's not a billy. That's not a billion, but it's also a weird movie. Bad. It was live action. It had really only one star in it, and that was Ryan Reynolds. And all he did Ryan was Reynolds Pikachu. and Chris Pratt are like on the same level. But it only had Ryan Reynolds. Like the other lead in that was Justice Smith, and that's not a criticism of Justice Smith. That's true. It didn't have any other big but Justice names. Justice Smith and Jack Black are not equals, right? That's true. It was also live action. But also, you can't mark it with their faces, though. You can't mark it with Jack Black's face. You can't mark it with Chris Pratt's face. But you couldn't mark it with Ryan Reynolds' face either. That's true, but that's because of bad decisions. But um, it also was came out in a much more competitive marketplace, and it was like, and it, it's going to cost more than this did. And this that's is going to this is going to be marketed way more. That's than true. That this was. movie was probably like really cheap. Right, this movie, my guess, it's is, Illumination. Let's see. I want to know how much Minions Two cost. My guess is it's probably around there. So Minions Two cost eighty million. How much was um? So that's so Detective Pikachu almost cost two times as much as Minions Two to make. My guess, my guess is it'll cost. What a what what, bit what more. was Illumination's biggest movie? Because I it's Minions. probably more than no no. I mean budget wise. Bit like budget. Yeah. Um, what was their most expensive movie to make? Because I, I bet know. you it's more than that. This is probably their biggest budget movie ever. I I don't see a world where this isn't their biggest budgeted movie. So it's probably uh, more than whatever. See if the I can find is. budgets. That's gonna be probably. Um. So. I have to dig through these individually. I'm thinking maybe Despicable Me 2. So Minions cost 80. Minions 2 cost 80. Sing 2 cost 85. Secret Life of Pets cost 80. Uh, Grinch cost 75. So that was their cheapest. Despicable Me 3 cost 80. Thing cost 75. I don't think any of theirs have crossed 85. Okay, so I'm thinking 90 million for this. Let's say Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo kicks them another five. I mil. think eighty-five is the most expensive they made. Let's say N- Nintendo kicks them another yeah. five mil. Kicks yeah. another five mil their way. It's Nintendo. Funny yeah. joke. They got uh, the big wallets. Just real quick, the first alum- the first despicable me. You want to know what the budget was, Sam? Four hundred twenty million. Sixty-nine. Nine. Let's go. But uh, let's let's say the budget's ninety million. That sounds that sounds compared to the other movies. Yeah, because it's going to cost a little bit more because Nintendo's going to want to throw. Nintendo's going to want a little polish. Yeah, they want to pay for that extra shine. Yeah. Uh, this movie's probably gonna make like it'll make like a like opening weekend. I see it making like five hundred million opening like weekend. worldwide. Sure, five hundred million worldwide. But I think I think it'll I think it'll make movie uh, make movie. I think it'll make money for a while. So I don't think it's gonna have an explosive Minions launch. Who did one hundred and seven? In its opening weekend domestic. And that was... But that was also pushed by a, a giant meme where everyone it's went true. to go see it in suits. People who were way outside the target demographic yeah. for that movie ended up going to see it in droves. But I feel like those people will see this movie unironically. Yeah, because they just like Mario. Because they just like Mario. And that's... it. This I, one appeals to a much broader oh, audience. I'll, I'll, I'll adjust my... One, this movie's got to make money. Because it's not, not going to cost that much. It's going to make at least four hundred. It'll million. make buttloads of but, money. Like bottom of the bear, like everything goes wrong. It'll make four hundred million dollars worldwide. That's if everything like, worst case scenario, worst case scenario, best case scenario is it crosses a billion. I think if it is bad, it'll probably do like six hundred, seven hundred. I see. If it is pretty good, it'll do eight hundred to nine hundred. It'll come short of a billion. If it is actually a good movie that people like give good reviews to, it will easily cross a million. 
I see this movie doing 300 million opening weekend. Worldwide? Yeah, worldwide. That's realistic, I guess. I see it making... Well, the other question is, will it open in China? I don't see why it wouldn't. Mario is one of the only games that they're allowed to play on the Switch. From Japan. But it's from America, though. True. I think it probably... I think it... I think Minions did. Minions, I think Minions. I'm pretty sure. Min- yeah, because the whole ba- the whole second half takes place in. Well, just, no, it took place in Japan, didn't it? Um, no, it was in Chinatown. Wasn't China? No, it was in Chinatown. It's vaguely China. They're in San Francisco. Yeah, they were, there was a Chinese parade going on. Uh, kung Fu or whatever. Yeah, they they learned Kung Fu for some reason. That's what that's what the Minions directors know about China. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> if it releases in China, I see. On the on the high end, eight hundred million to a billion. Uh, if it if it does okay, if it's like not a big huge deal, I see it around seven hundred million, maybe seven fifty ish. If it's a poo poo doo doo stinker, I see it around six hundred. Yeah, again, like either way, it makes a bajillion it's million gonna make dollars, a couple hundred million dollars in profit, no matter what, no matter what, and I think. What you're really gonna gauge it on is the amount of marketing going into real. How much money does this? It's pretty light right now, but around April is when you around no around March and February is when you really see it kind of pour in, and however much it's getting there is really when we'll see how much the interest actually. How much money does this have to make for them to make a Zelda movie? I think one point two billion. Like a billion to make a Zelda. I think one point two billion gets us a Zelda movie. I feel like it's going to be a little bit less than that. Oh, they don't like making Zelda things. They don't, but they like money. They really hate making Zelda things. They opened that studio just to do their film and TV projects, and they're going to have to do something other they than gotta just gotta do this. something. So, my guess is they'll do a cartoon show. And they make a CGI Pokemon movie? Yeah, they redid, uh, they redid Mewtwo. They redid Mewtwo, but that was, I think, only in Japan. Yeah. No, it, it released It in came out here on Netflix, but it did, I think it released in theaters. Yeah, it wasn't theatrical here. <laughs> um yeah we'll see we'll see i don't know pikachu did good and then they just never made and they never i don't think they were really planning on making more of those well they announced like three spinoffs before it came out and then none of them got it when but before it came out they were like we're gonna do a mewtwo movie and we're gonna do pokemon red and blue i remember yeah they i remember they said they were gonna do a red movie yeah uh those are probably still in the works. Pokemon doesn't usually. Pokemon is one of those companies that doesn't really like to announce stuff until it's really close to coming out. I feel like that. Would've... Except Pokemon Sleep. What's that? Still don't know what that is. They announced that in 2015. The heck's Pokemon Sleep? Um, Nintendo. What was that? Anyway. That's. I don't know. It's just weird. It's a weird situation. It's a weird movie. Also, We're really gonna have to wait and see. Why did Detective Pikachu? Why was that the first one you did? Yeah, out of everything. Out of any, out of every Pokemon IP they had, okay, imagine if they had made just a straight up Pokemon movie. Yeah. With Ash or Red or one no, of the just guys. Did Pokemon just Origins some live action. Pokemon Origins live action. That would have made a billion. Easy. In 2019, In- probably. Instead, they were like, what's our worst selling Pokemon game? I'm Detective Pikachu? I'm pretty sure they really only. Give it a million dollars. I think dollars. they only really made it. Because Pikachu talks. And they wanted Pokemon to talk in it. I think, I think the studio executives said they have to talk. Yeah, they were like, we cannot make a Pokemon where the Pokemon ain't doing a talk. So we gotta make the thing where the Pikachu talks the whole time. And we're gonna get Ryan Reynolds to do it. Now, 
Um, it, it really... Detective Pikachu 2 only came out in Japan. The game, yeah. What metric <laughs> did they see? <laughs> they were like, yes, this. I don't know. This is the one. I mean, the Pokemon company is just filled with baffling decisions. I will never understand how that company Now, operates. the other two... All right, moving on. Let's move things on. things are Renfield and Evil Dead for this month. Renfield will make Renfield nothing. on April 14th. Um, that's not gonna do very well. No, that's like that's a direct to DVD movie. That's People like Netflix. Think movie. it sucks already, so no one's gonna care. It looks goofy, but I don't see it making any. It, yeah, it looks like a Netflix thing. Yeah. Um, April De- Evil Dead Rise. Um, depends on how cheap it is. Oh, a uh, Suzume is might actually be big. Okay. That's um. It's not gonna make. A this lot is of one that you've you remember um. I remember your name. It's it's the same guy. So it might actually, and but the, it's not gonna. Get it's released. had a lot of marketing. It's too. not gonna get a wide release. Right. I mean, the other one made a lot of money without a wide release. Why would this one do it? Because that one made a lot of money. How much? What was this last one? Weathering with you. Uh, weathering with you, but that one didn't make as much money because that one did not get. Weathering a with you box office. It made. It was really big in Japan, but that doesn't really matter. Uh, one ninety three point eight worldwide dollars. Dude, what was your name? That one, that was his big name. Big, big booty buster. Three hundred and eighty. Yeah, so not a lot, but it's enough to get noticed. It could do okay everywhere else, but here. All right. Yeah. And then Evil Dead. Um, I'm rooting for this. Love me some Evil Dead. Sam Raimi is barely involved. <laughs> no, no, okay. He's just kind of stamping his name on this one. But um, this was another HBO Max movie that is getting movied a theater release. So a lot of those this year. Um, my guess is it's also pretty cheap. So we'll see what happens. They did a trailer and I never watched it because I just forgot about. Are it. you there, God? It's me, Margaret. What is off a what Judy Bloom book? What is that was really controversial in the eighties. Oh wow! Because it's man. about puberty. You know what it took to be controversial in the eighties? Nothing. You could do, literally anything. you could do anything. You could just walk outside wearing the wrong color shoes and you get burned alive by the town. Or just like play Duck Hunt. Or Pokemon. That was in the Remember 90s. when they said That was in the nineties. Yeah, but same thing. Same same general sentiment. Imagine it's funny it's funny now that like there were so many things that were randomly controversial in the eighties. For no reason. And they didn't even have the internet. There was no outlet for people to just yell about everything. Now everything's controversial because everyone just yells about everything all the time. Like back then, back then, like there you, was no platform, and someone was still someone mad was still about this mad. for no yeah. reason. Like your local news anchor would be like, "Mattresses, they're blue now. <laughs> Satan is coming." Like <laughs> just the most the off demons the... are coming in, and the Beanie Babies. It's like just weird crap. All right, okay, Steve. Let's move on to the next month. Uh, you don't want to talk about Heart of a Lion? Don't know what it is. Don't Me neither. Nope, oh, it says it, my Mac says no. Okay, here we go. Telling you no. next. All right, May and June. May and okay. June. We got now some heavy we hitters. We come into the summer movies. So some big boys over here. Let's get into it. Big beefy boys. In May, the summer kicks off officially first weekend in May, as it does every year with a Marvel release. With this a one, big one. It's the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. The only Marvel movie I am excited for. This will make more than the other two this year. Yeah. Um. It will be a hit. We'll see how much of a hit. The last two uh, did around 700, 800 million. Um, we'll see how this one does. I think it'll depend on how good it is. It's giving biggest movie of the year. 
that's a little far for me. What else is coming out that competes with Guardians of well, the Galaxy? Well, we'll get to it, but I feel like just because the last two didn't do incredible. But the last two came out before so, Infinity War. Guardians 1 did 773. That's a big, um, big movie. Volume 2... Did do more. It did eight sixty three, and it had the same date. A movie. That's the, that's the kind of numbers we were throwing around for Mario. Now Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, not last year. Which Black Panther one was a much bigger hit than Guardi- either of the Guardians were. That's true. Black Panther two, but it was also the biggest single. Only did eight thirty one. So I feel like this one will probably also do around eight. I think it'll probably actually end up doing less than Volume two. I mm, I don't think so. But I don't feel that's like its fault. The box office has just changed. Less, I just don't movies just don't make as much in theaters as they, as they used to. I think now that Avatar has come out, I think I think everyone is like, okay, movies good now. I feel go like there will movies. be a now. I think now that Avatar two has come out, everyone is go back to movie time now. We don't have hang time. on, hang on, let me finish. Uh, I think Mario is going to be another big heavy swinger, getting a lot of yeah. people, getting a lot of butts in seats. I think the only real competition for Guardians in terms of box office this year is Mario. Yeah. Because well, the Guardians of the Galaxy at this point but, are almost on the same level as the Avengers in terms of like character notoriety. Everyone knows them. They were, they were half, they were almost half of the whole Infinity War Endgame saga. Yeah. And I mean, Thor was one of them off screen, be it, for like a while too. Like they're big names and it's a team. That's a superhero team. People forget that as a team movie. Yeah, I feel like there'll be a lot of eyes on this one. Not only from your usual MCU crowd, but also it's kicking off the summer. Got the best date out of all of them. It's the third movie in a trilogy. And, and James Gunn is also blown up in terms gonna of There's going to be huge eyes from DC fans. Yeah. Because it's James Gunn. So I'm... I was gonna. We we're gonna do this at the end. But this is my most anticipated movie of the year by far. I think so too. I love the Guardians movies. I love all the stuff James Gunn does. I'm really excited for this. Um, it's my only Marvel movie I care about. <laughs> now, now let's talk. And about then some, I'll go. I won't care. Let's but, talk um, about some real big boys. I think Book Club Two, the next chapter. Thoughts. I think that'll actually probably. Make yeah, it. I think it's winning. <laughs> I don't. I'm not joking. What is Book Club Two? It, they played the trip. We. I don't remember what we were seeing. I remember seeing. I think the it trailer. was the Fablemans. I think it was the Fablemans. Yeah, I think so. We went to see the Fablemans, and it, they played the trailer for Eighty for Brady. Yeah. And Book Club Two, and they're the same movie. It's four old ladies. Old ladies, all Oscar nominated. Sure two of them are. I think one of them is in both movies. I think yeah. Jane Fonda's in both. But um. The premise of both is that they they all go on a trip to somewhere and just hijinks ensues. That's it. Is it's it, just are, four old ladies are we get into mischief. Spawning a new genre of like four old ladies go to a place and do a weird thing. Is that a new genre? No, because neither one of these movies is going to be a big hit. I think eighty. No, for, but they're cheap. No, eighty for Brady. I think probably cost more because they got all the football people in it and Tom Brady. Made it like a thing. But a football star is cheaper than a movie star. Book Club 2, my guess, was probably much cheaper than 80 for Brady is. I, so I, think, I feel like if this makes like 20 million, it'll probably be a hit. I think going forward for the next like three or four years, every year we'll get a four old ladies do a weird thing movie. This is coming out five years after the last one, which came out in 2018. <laughs> if even anyone even remembers it. I didn't even know that there was a movie called Book Club. Um, the first one made... Uh, the first one cost fourteen million. This one, and it made hundred and four million. That's a lot of money. So you can see why they got a sequel. So 
All right, uh, next thing. Actual big movie. Fast X. Fast X. Part one. Oh, my God. Part one of, of the, the conclusion. Of the Fast, the fast Saga. thing. Um, ben Diesel has completely taken control. If it wasn't about family before, it sure as heck is about um, family now. Obviously, Justin Lin had to quit because he hated working with Vin Diesel. He's been replaced by Louis Latier. There was that. There was that. There was that week on Instagram where he was really begging The Rock to come back. That was I don't weird. Know what that was um, <laughs> The Rock is not coming back. He's because not. They had a big falling out. Um, I think for Fast X Part Two, I think The Rock might come back. I don't think he is. He said he's not coming back, and they hate each other so much. Yeah, um, but okay. But do they though? Like really? To replace. Him. They've added to the cast Brie Larson. He was in the Jason last one, Momoa. Right? That's a big dude. And remember, Daniel Malkiel remember when and Jason, Alan Richardson. Remember when Jason Momoa played horseback barbarian? Oh, and at the end of guy, the movie, uh, it's going to turn out that Gal Gadot's character is alive. Remember when he played man who has sex with Daenerys on who? Game of Thrones? Oh, Jason Momoa. Yeah, remember that. Yeah, I guess. He was in like one season, and then he died of like a, an infection. I don't see what that has to do with the 10th Fast and Furious film. But he's okay. going to do the same thing. Instead of a, instead <laughs> of a car, <laughs> he's gonna instead of a car, he's going to drive a horse. <laughs> he's going to be the only one who's like, he drives horses. Um, uh, it's, uh, this movie's going to cost, this movie costs more than $340 million to make, plus marketing. It's going to make that money back, though. Will it? How much did freaking the last one F9, make? F nine, which came out in twenty twenty one, during one of like the during the the grand the, the recession of movies, did seven twenty six. That's big money. But that cost two hundred, and that, this cost one hundred eighty million dollars more. Even if that one and had that's the, just what they're saying the budget is. The budget is more than that. Even if that one, even if the last one had the budget of this one, yep, it would still have made a bunch of money, and it released. In a pre-Avatar, post-COVID universe. If the last one had this budget, and it made the same amount of money, mm -hmm. it would have not made money. It would have lost money. No, it's 300 million. No, not just 300 million. 300 so. whatever million. 340. So if you put 340 in a calculator, uh -huh. apply it twice. Mm. That's $680 million. It made $100 million. Now, it would have made... if. If it cost exactly that much, it would have made like sixty million dollars. That's still sixty million dollars. That's just, but that's, but <laughs> it just this did not cost three hundred forty million dollars. It cost more than three hundred forty million dollars. Everyone is yes, saying, you already multiplied it. This times is two. balloon, but you have to do that for every movie to account for marketing and reshoots and everything else. Yeah, and the cut with the theaters. So, if you multiply that one times two. You still this, but make money. This probably cost closer to $400 million. Right? Everyone's account. We already times it by two. But the last one only did 700 So if this costs somewhere around $400 million plus marketing, it's going to need about $800 million to break even. Okay. Also, this is the biggest and action gonna, franchise ever. It's going to need to release in China. This is the biggest action franchise ever. Zero COVID. Is over in China. They can go to theaters now. This movie they, didn't they go into lockdown like a week? No, they're back. They're back to normal. I think like one city did, but they're for the most part they're back to normal as far as the CCP has informed us. 
Um, Hail to the government. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> COVID's over. COVID was a big thing when that one came out. That was still a big thing. We might have forgotten. That was still a big thing when the last uh, one came out. It was in a sort of a slump, but yeah, it was still a thing. This is releasing no COVID. Huge movie. Actually, Sam, there is still COVID. There's a new variant out there you need to worry about. Yeah, the freaking Xenomorph variant. Who cares? <laughs> the point is, this will make money. It will make money. The question is, enough money. <laughs> as long as it breaks even, this franchise has enough backbone that it will get its last chapter. Well, it's already going to get the next one. Yeah, that's what I'm... Like, it's safe. It's not, it's not in danger of anything. This movie will make... Everyone will go see we'll this see movie. see what happens. Even yeah, if the movie doesn't make money... Everyone will go see it. It will be a very God, is there big any movie. interest left in this series at all? Yes. Does anybody care? I, I, Who I, is seeing these movies? I talked to <laughs> Nick. I was talking to Nick earlier today, and I was like, today we're talking about all the movies that are coming out. And then we looked through some of the list, and he goes, oh, Fast X is coming out this year? Oh, I'm so excited. Like, like serious? Yes. Do you know what happened when Fast 9 came out? Did you get real hype? All of us went to go see it together. All the boys went to go see it. You know who else is going to go see this movie? All the boys. Everybody else is all the boys are going to go see this movie. And they added more hot people. And they added Brie Larson and, and Jason Momoa. Now all the girls can go see it too. And Gal Gadot's coming back. And Gal Gadot's coming back. And Even she's bigger she than ever. Even she fell out of an airplane. And she's bigger than ever right now. How did she... St oh, please. Let's not act like <laughs> crashing planes is some bit... How many no, planes... they didn't crash. How she fell out the door of an airplane <laughs> with no parachute. Like, was the plane already taken off? Yes! Like, how high was it? Pretty Where'd high, she land? High enough where you would splat into a bloody pile. Well, obviously not, because she didn't splat. Well, obvious, but Han got beaten in the head with a crowbar or whatever, and he's... That's the other problem. What's a, what's if a... nobody dies, what are the stakes? Oh, you mean in the movie? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant, like, Gal Gadot in real no, life. No, Gal Gadot did not fall out of an airplane. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, her character... In, like, I think she died in, like, the sixth one. She, like, fell out of it. She, like, flew out the side of an airplane going really, like, just I was already in the air. And she just, everyone was like, she's dead now. No one cares if characters die in this movie. I bet you 90% of the fans can't even name more than two characters. Uh, Sam, Dom Toretto. That's one. And his brother... Other Toretto. Yeah, wow. You know one character's name. Remember in the last one? When they gave him a brother? <laughs> it's really had a brother this the whole, whole time. time. And you know the And it's brothers. John Cena, a man who is a different race. <laughs> they just spray tanned them the same color. And they made them both like vaguely Mexican, so even though I like, don't think they were Mexican before. <laughs> no, Dom, Vin Diesel was. But John Cena's like super John white. John Cena's like the whitest guy. <laughs> So good movies. Coming back for this one. Anyway, speaking of Jacob Toretto, Jacob with a K. Speaking of characters whose races have changed, The Little Mermaid also coming out this month. Correct. I think that'll do pretty good. I, what's the what did the last animated to uh, live action? So one do? the last big one, I It'll guess, do the same. Was The Lion King, but that okay, did never mind. It won't incredibly do the same. well. What's the one before that? Uh, I guess the one that's this is probably most comparable to is Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, what had that do? That did a billion. What? Yeah. I did a billion? Oh, okay. Well, that was their only... Okay, Beauty and the Beast is actually also kind of in another tier. Like, Disney. Because it was the... So, it was Oscar. Yeah, it was an Oscar winner. Billion, um, and it did not get very positive reception. So, my guess is this one probably won't either. 
because it's going to be drab. I don't, and, I don't see this one making a billion. Drab though. and dark. I don't think it'll make a billion either. But this one's going to be drab and dark and. Actually, you know what? No, All this one is going to make a billion. Characters will be realistic looking. And... I'm calling it out for some reason. For some un... Miranda's doing for some random reason, this movie will make a billion dollars. I don't think it will. I think it will. Just like I think it just will. I think this month is too packed. That's true. It is a stacked. I think if they released it any other month, it'd make a billion dollars. I think it'll do. Yeah, I think it'll do around six. And it's going to be more expensive than that was because this is all, all CGI. CGI. Yeah. All right. Anyway, Everyone's next movie. Yeah, whatever. I don't. Oh my, I, I just, don't care enough. You know what? Spider-Verse. Sam, you know the thing about The Little Mermaid? Uh, what about The Little Mermaid? Is I just. I just. I'm, I just don't care. No. I just. I know that it's just going to be like. People on the Internet. Oh, the discourse is going to be terrible. Yelling about how. Ariel's black, and I just don't. The care. discourse is going to be so annoying. Just please, stop. guys. It's a mermaid. It doesn't matter. They're not real. Guess what? Doesn't matter. Uh, who cares if her skin's another color? Literally, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. At it's all. also one. The original still exists. Who you can cares? still watch it, and it'll probably be a better movie. So. Just, just the, I know that's what's coming. That's all I can see, and that's all anyone's gonna talk about. Here's okay. I think it's gonna do less because that's gonna be the discourse around it. Is no one's gonna be talking about what the quality of the movie is? It'll just be idiots with Zoom call can't with webcams, right? Mm -hmm. With their action figures in the background, with their Twitter page open and their 12 minute video, where all they do is just scream about how it's woke. And then mentioned six times, uh, like under their breath, that they didn't actually see the movie. But they'll just complain about how woke it is. Here's what I think and is going to happen: the whole thing. And then the other side will be yelling about how they're dumb. And then they'll be yelling back about how it's Here's... woke and brainwashing. Hang on, hang on, hang children. on. I don't think it's going to be that extreme. It I think already, that... it already was when the trailer came out. But I think people are done now. I think I think people have, are worn out with that. I think here's what's going to happen. What if one of the characters no, 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 is gay, on. Sam? There's always there's always one character. No, the first. Then they're gonna yell about that. Do you know how many first? Uh, do you know how many first gay characters Disney's had? They've had like four. They've in had the more past first year. gay characters than anyone, and most people only have one because it's the first. Anyway, let me let me finish what I was gonna say. I think no one will talk about this movie. I think the discourse has already been done. I think a lot of articles will be made about how people didn't see it. Because racism or whatever, yeah. but I oh, think if it, if it even remotely no, 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 underperforms, that'll no, be hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm yeah. not done. I think they will say that, but I think no one will actually care. I think the movie will do fine. Yeah, I don't think it will underperform even. I think it'll do fine. It's a Disney movie coming out for Memorial Day weekend, and kids can see it. It'll do perfectly fine. And I think the discourse will be about the discourse. I think the discourse will be about people saying yeah. how nasty the discourse is, even though no one's talking about it. I think that's what's going to happen. I, can... I think everyone's going to be like, everyone has been screaming and yelling. Meanwhile, everyone is actually not caring because it is a Disney princess movie. Oh, yeah. All I'm picturing in my head is a thumbnail of Ariel in this film. Just don't go on the quarterings with YouTube channel. Photoshop tears in her eyes and a big chart. With a down arrow. No, it'll be a big money and logo says, and a no sign. The Little Mermaid sinks. Get woke, go broke. Yeah, and that's 
and Brie Larson on it. Because and Brie Larson will be there too. Brie Larson has to be on it. Always is there. That'll be the same. If Fast X. If you guys don't know who the quartering is, don't don't look him up. <laughs> That's all. No, but it's not just. It's like the. It's like there's like fifteen of them. It's like his little squad. They there's have like, like a. They all just like coexist. In like the worst movie corner, there's of like the a internet. group of like nine guys, yeah, who just scroll that's through. All, that's it. They that's scroll through their they twitters do. and they, they complain about how woke movies that no one cares about and are. People pay them to do it. It's a good good system. All right, you know what? They found a they found a grift. They found a way they to make found, cash. They found them there. There that just, requires zero thought. In the effort. words, <laughs> in the words of a very wise man named Brendan, they're just trying to make it out here in America. There's a sucker born every minute. Sam. That also. Anyway, uh, continuing. Now uh, let's get to June, where some good stuff comes out. Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. June second. Good movie. Um, Gonna be good movie. Won't make any money. Spider Verse won't make any money. I think it'll maybe break even. I don't Are think you it'll do. Uh, what? The first one didn't do great. Second one is coming out. But the first one in the like at the very start of the summer, which I feel like is a little crowded. Um. But the first one had to introduce people to Miles Morales. He was not true. a popular character. And, and also did get a large following once it came out on Netflix. So also. The entire animation landscape has changed because, because of, this of this movie. Yeah, because of how good it was. I think. I think now that it's had time to resonate in the cultural zeitgeist, I think this movie's going to do good. It, it has two big things going for it, which is that Spider-Man's on top of the world right now. Spider-Man is big right now. right now. And it had a, a lot of... When it was on Netflix for a couple of years, it had a, a lot of people watched it. A lot of hype. It was in the top 10 movies watched on Netflix like every week for like a year. And it's a phenomenal now, movie. And it, is, it is the... It is, in my brain, it is tied with... No Way Home for Best Spider-Man Movie. I think the question will be, is the people who watched it on Netflix going to go and pay and see this one in the theater, or are they just going to wait for it to come to Netflix again? Which is uh, pretty much the question with every movie coming out. I the think they'll see it in years. theaters. I think they'll see it in theaters. I think now that... I think this movie has much more hype now than it did when it first came oh, out. Oh, much more than the end of the Spider-Verse did, by far. Absolutely. And that there's any anticipation for it at all. I think this will at least break <laughs> even. I don't, I don't see this one not breaking I don't even. see it bombing. My question is, is, will that audience pay to see a movie that they watched on Netflix five times? Yes. Yes, they will. All right. Moving all right. on. I don't know what Trey's is. I think it's like an animated thing. Um, Transformers Rise of the Beast. Transformers Rise of the Beast. Bomb. Uh, I don't think it's going to make money. I really don't. I, I don't. You know what? Even if it's good, I don't think it will. Because people are burned on this franchise and they don't care. Here's the thing, though. If we're getting one critical effect. We're getting one and most big... People, and most people don't know what Beast Wars is. So that's not going to No, but that's okay. That's okay. Because people don't know what Rise of the Moon is either. Dark of the Moon. Whatever. My point is the subtitles don't matter. But... I'm talking about the subtitles. You're forgetting one massive... Critical factor here. No, 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 no. Big monkey. I'm sold. Big monkey. <laughs> big monkey make money. Franchises live and die. On big monkey. On big monkey. Yeah. And this time, big monkey and Is Optimus Prime. And big True. How much movie is big monkey in? Probably most of it. That's the question. 
I mean, he's like the main character. He's got to have a sufficient amount of big monkey. I think the meme factor alone. I don't know. Is there memes? The Not yet. came out and no one cared. Not yet. Give it time, though. Because you know what else has been happening recently? What's Ta that? Transformers memes are going are up. up. They've been going up. I've been on TikTok. I've been scrolling. I'd be seeing people taking Optimus Prime saying something and like saying like me and the boys about to take a big duker at 3 a.m. And Optimus Prime is like, Autobots, it is our duty to what defend this toilet. Or whatever. Jokes. You get the idea. It's Transformers memes are on the rise. That's true. The, the, the charts are going up. We got a movie about to come out with a gorilla well, Optimus Prime. Six months from now. And it's a stain. But they're, they're just starting to go up. They're just, they're just, they're bumping. Bumping up right now. Showing signs of life. It's showing, it's showing signs of life. So the memes, pulsing. There's life. The biggest thing it has going for it is that it's not Michael Bay. It's, yeah, okay, so it's not Michael Bay. The, the pulse, the pulse is going. We thought it was dead. It's alive. And big monkey. Monkey, sure. Um, I, I see this one. This one will, I think it will make money. I don't think it'll make a ton of money. But I think it will make money. I just see it bombing. Because I just see there just being no interest. Tell me, do you remember why the Transformers are still a brand today? Yeah. No. Why they didn't die in the 80s? Ultra? No. Big robot shoot big laser? You're, you're getting close. A little show came out. 90s. First show ever animated with computer graphics. Call the name of that show. Transformers Beast. Now, Transformers is in its biggest slump ever. Perhaps yeah. since the 80s, even. Probably. Since that movie where they killed off all the characters everyone liked. So who can save them? Who's strong enough? Is there, a, is there a man out there, a Transformer lost to time, strong enough to bring everyone back? Optimus. Big. I think you're just excited about <laughs> <Monkey>. Big <laughs> 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 No, but I, I, I think that this movie does have, because of the history of Transformers and the things that get people to watch Transformers, for whatever reason, I think this movie will do well. Beast Wars is the reason why we have Transformers as a brand today. As much as we don't remember it because it was before our time, that show, uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. That show was actually several orders of magnitude more popular than the original 80s show. It's not, it's not as timeless because it was CGI animated. So you can't really go back and watch it today. But it was more important to Transformers than arguably any other piece of Transformers media they've made in terms of keeping it alive as a brand. Yeah, I guess. I mean, again, I don't care. Because even if the Michael Bay Everyone movies... Everyone I talk to doesn't care. <laughs> even if the Michael Bay movies never existed transformers would live on in cartoons Probably. the brand wouldn't have died those movies are not what makes transformers sustainable it's the concept of oh i can buy a robot and he turns into a car and know. now the robot turn into monkey and kids like monkeys. my question i think this is a pretty <laughs> big mystery box i don't know what's gonna happen bumblebee was good but no one but saw no it. one saw it and all the other ones are bad and everyone saw them. It's an so, anomaly. This is the first non-bumblebee, like non nostalgia one, 
This one's in the 90s. It's set in the 90s, but it's not like... Is it a prequel to the other ones? Is it in the same universe? It's a reboot. It's in the same universe as Bumblebee. Okay. But it's a reboot of the Bay ones. Is Michael Bay involved? Is he a producer? No, I don't think so. I think this movie will do fine. Also, Hasbro has infinity money. That's true. Especially since they just took all your uh, OC Dungeons and Dragons characters. Yeah. Alrighty. Next thing, the blackening. What's that? that Um, Pixar's Elemental on June 16th. Uh, if this one is a actually good kids film i think it could make some money i think this is pixar's last stand you gamble no you know i think if this movie doesn't make money pixar ends that's a little extreme i think they're (laughs) rolled i think they're rolled into disney animation and we don't see any more pixar movies really that's a weird take how many pixar movies in the last five years have made money well three of them went to disney plus exactly and what happened when they took them off disney plus and sent them out into the world well the one that didn't did not do well Uh uh-huh it was also not well received but it was also their biggest ip was toy story yeah but also it was just it wasn't really because it was like a different thing it was close enough to toy story to sell toys i think lightyear flopped for a lot of reasons i don't think you can just be like nobody cares about pixar anymore no no, no, that's not my point my point is do the studio executives see it that way no of course not because that doesn't make any logical sense at all they see buzz lightyear was strange world flopped hard you think they're just gonna close disney animation tomorrow no but they've had other movies do very well in the theaters in the last the past two years they haven't two yeah but that's two years pixar hasn't made a profitable movie in when all of all the half a decade movies been coming out every movie theatrical release made a billion dollars they're like before lightyear the one they made before that made a billion dollars yeah but that was a long time ago onward which came out literally the week that COVID broke out. Exactly. So we have two theatrical flops from Pixar. Okay, but that is not Onward's fault. You cannot blame. But they don't care. They just see that when we release Pixar movie in theater, number go down. When movie go to theater, number go down. Sam, you know they have a calendar and they can look at when it came out, right? But that doesn't... Other brands have been cut off during because of COVID release numbers. people looked at like... Trolls World Tour, or I can't think of any movies. Do you think like people saw a movie that released in 2020 and go, nobody saw it, so therefore it was a total bomb. But it's not. It's not just one movie. It's it's two. It's two, and all the ones that they've released on Disney Plus were very popular. Yeah. So, so people still want to watch it. But that means that what I think. So that, no, what, I think they're gonna take pixar and make them the disney plus studio but that doesn't mean they would dissolve the studio no i'm not saying they'll pixar. dissolve them but i think this is their last chance to prove that they are a theatrical studio if they have to have a last chance i don't think it's this one i think it's inside out too because that's an actual brand they would gamble it on a brand movie that people are familiar with and not like this random weird romance with no action with no like big name stars in it no but i i think this is if this one doesn't do well in theaters i think pixar might become the disney plus exclusive I think movie that's definitely in contention studio. i don't think it's dependent on this and you just said like i think it's dependent on this one and inside they want to bet it on a brand right yeah Pick, toy story is their biggest brand that is true but lightyear had bad reviews it was a terrible movie to take your kids to and also nobody really knew what it was 
The uh, general public had no idea what it was. The general public knows who Buzz Lightyear but is. It wasn't about Buzz Lightyear. It was about like a weird version of Buzz Lightyear but who's it realistic and looks like it was. It doesn't like actually seven. have to be about him. It just has to have his name on it. But again, people didn't know what that was. And say like Toy Story Four. That didn't do super well either. Toy Story Four made a billion dollars. Yeah, but it wasn't like the it's it wasn't as big of a deal as the other one. It ones made more were. than the third one did. It made the most out of all four of them. Well, that's because of stupid. So yeah. <laughs> so I think that if I think you're right, they are being pushed to be the I Disney think they're Plus on the cusp studio. of Disney Plusing. I think they will bet that factor on Inside Out 2, which is a sequel to a movie that is like a proven quantity. Yeah. Lightyear was something weird they tried when they didn't really know how to sell it. And it was a bad movie from a conceptual basis. And the general public was confused. Oh, by see, the thing is, it wasn't even conceptually bad. Like, we've seen Buzz Lightyear what if solo made projects depressing work. depressing Interstellar with Buzz Lightyear? No, no, no. I don't mean the concept that they went with. I mean the concept of a Buzz Lightyear movie. True. If it was about the character Buzz Lightyear we know from four Toy That's Story what I'm movies, saying. not a different character. The concept of Buzz Lightyear is a character that can stand on his own and is an interesting enough... It's not a bad idea. ...person. Yeah. You're correct. But that... it was not the same Buzz Lightyear, which is the problem. Yeah, I know. They, they, they messed it up. They did it wrong. But the concept is strong. The concept wasn't the issue. The ending of the movie Lightyear is what the movie Lightyear should have been, which is like him and his buddies on wacky on space adventures. Space, no, what the movie should have been is what the two thousands cartoon was. Yes, they yeah. should have just made that in three D, and it probably would have made money. It would have been so much better. The but problem is, they, they were like, "What if we did a weird time? What if we do Interstellar for babies? What if Buzz Lightyear's friends all died of old age?" And he, and he never goes depressed. to any other planets, and he's stuck on Glibnar 9. And he just shoots, like, one laser at a little robot. And he, like, kind of looks like Buzz Lightyear a little bit. And he doesn't sound like him at all. Yeah. Yeah, that was a dumb idea. Elemental, I don't, whatever. Um, the Flash, which comes out the same day on June 16th. Will it actually come out, Sam? Will it come out, it come out this on time? this day? Give hmm. or take a week. That's mine. Yeah, I think so. I think it might. It probably will. They need to get rid of it. They gotta. They gotta. Something. They gotta shove it out the door. They're done. James Gunn's gonna around. make them just push it out. Yeah. Who's Adele Lim? Comedian. Why is he making a movie? I don't know. All right. Uh, what's no so hard feelings? Is that a thing? Don't know what that is. Harold the Purple Crown. Uh, nobody cares. Come on. Yeah. What? Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. No, hang on. we don't have time. We really don't have time. <laughs> the story of the kid with oh the crayon. <laughs> Who walks across the pages of the book and draws a balloon? Why did they think, yes, this is movie worthy? All right, moving on. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Big movie. Big, big boy movie. Big, big movie. Okay, one, this is going to be another people yelling about it's too woke because Phoebe Waller Bridge is in it. I, I think it will start off that way, but I don't think, I think once they see the movie and realize that that's not at all if what the movie's about, what it it's not what it is. It is Catholic. This is Top Gun Maverick. It is our friend Catholic. Yeah, but this is Top Gun Maverick. Is it, though? Yeah. But it's not Tom Cruise. No, but it's Harrison Ford. Ford's 80 years old. Harrison <laughs> Ford cancels out Kathleen. I, uh, um, also. It's the first one with no Spielberg. It's also the first one in, like, 20 years. It's the years. first one with no George Lucas. He's old now. Last one everyone hated. The Dial of Destiny. Nobody knows what that is, but everyone knows Indiana Jones. Knows Indiana. That's what. Guess what else? Story. Everyone knew. Top Gun. 
And guess what else the is famous a famous character, Top Gun? And guess <laughs> what else is a franchise that was dead that no one thought had any legs? Top Gun. And guess who the main character it's Top okay. Gun was? Old white guy. Guess who the yeah. main character of this one is? Old white guy. Okay, well, guess who's going to go see this movie? It's going to have to be as good as Top Gun Maverick was. That's not difficult. Oh, but he <laughs> That's loves that not movie. challenging. It's their favorite movie ever. It has a story, <laughs> which was an improvement over the previous chapter, which had no story. <laughs> um, this movie just has to be better than Indiana Jones Four to justify its existence. Which again, it's a low bar. It's not difficult yeah. to achieve. I like James Mangold as a director. Yeah, I like I... Harrison Ford when he cares, and he does care. And he loves He's, this role for some reason. <laughs> he is the biggest Indiana Jones fan. So we'll see what happens. I think it, I think this movie will do good. I think it'll do fine. I don't think it'll do great. And I'm seeing 600 million. I'm just going to hear people yell about it. Just like right. go to a different YouTube page. We got to take a quick break. Or, I got to go take some allergy medicine. <laughs> okay, I'm going to pause. Oh. All right, we're back. Hi. Everybody, I took some flu medicines. Now we're good. I don't All have right, flu, continuing. Though. Where were we? Uh, <laughs> we just finished this page. We just talked about Indiana Jones. Moving on to July. Here, mouse. Black through August. We got some heavy hitters here, too. True. It's still the summer. Not some, not as popular, but some heavy hitters. Okay. Starting things off. It's mediocre. Five. Um, so these are super cheap mm -hmm. to make. They're also usually pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But well, they keep making them. They're horror films. Teenagers. Oh, I got Cheez-Its while we were on break. And, uh, yeah. And teenagers will see literally any horror movie. That is true. Like, I, they just, like, congregate. It's because you can take your girlfriend to go see it, and she'll, like, get scared. And so she'll turn to you. And so it's, like, a de it's yeah, an but, like, easy it's win. Not even that, they just, like, go. Like, they don't... It's an easy move. Like, they're so picky about everything else. But if the horror movie sucks balls, they'll just see it. Oh. Huh? Next is here, guys. <laughs> oh, go away. All right, he's around. I right, continue. They'll just see it. I don't know why. They just do. They just do. So it'll make money. Also, it's Patrick Wilson's directing it. Fine. Okay. Good for him. Good yeah, for I, don't, I don't know who that is. Avoid Patrick Wilson. Mission Impossible. Dead Reckoning. This will make a lot Mission of money. Mission colon impossible hyphen dead reckoning. This will make one. a lot of money because Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, I think money. he's going to have a lot of momentum coming he, out. Yeah, of he's going to have a big, big boy coming. Apparently, back. he's gotten multiple big stunts for this one. Two. So, and the first one we've seen in the trailer is freaking nuts. Like jumps off a freaking cliff. They don't have the whole cast back, but um, they have some additions, and uh, it's going to be. What are you looking for? Second to last one. Just uh, looking around. Just digging okay. around at 11.30 at night <laughs> on a Wednesday, which is when we're recording this. He has school tomorrow. I'm a, I'm a fun day tomorrow, guys. <laughs> oh, please. I stayed up till like 2 a.m. So, day. let's see. Oh, no. Oh, no. You busy today? You, were, you had a big busy oh, day? Oh, boy. Uh, I woke up at 12. <laughs> I'm on break still. You are? Yeah, I'm on break till next week. Anyway, Tom Clemente off Rob Delaney, Carrie Elwes, and um, and uh, I believe Haley Atwell are the big additions. We were talking about Mission Impossible, by the yeah. way. Yeah. If you if you if you got lost there. So um, that's all right. I think again, this will have a lot of momentum from Top Gun. Yeah, and then next up is Barbie, which has a like an absurd okay. amount of hype. 
for like no reason. It's got meme hype. It's got meme hype. It's got an absurdly... Oh, just so you know, this month, if Mm -hmm. you're an actor in Hollywood, you're in a movie that comes out this month. Mm -hmm. Literally, okay... I'm going to find the list, and I'm going to read you every single actor that appears in a movie this month. It'll be Let's the... not do that. No, 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 because it's insane, okay? It's literally... Patrick Wilson, Rose Byrne, Tom Cruise, Simon Pegg, Vig Rhymes, Rebecca Ferguson, Vanessa Kirby, Haley Atwell, Pump Clementioff, Cillian Murphy, Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, Robert Downey Jr., Rami Malek, Florence Pugh, Benny Safdie, Josh Hartnett, Kenneth Branagh, Dane DeHaan, David Krumholtz, Alden Ehrenreich... Matthew Modine, Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, Will Ferrell, Simu Leo, America Ferreira, Nikuta Gatwa, Emma, Ga- Emma Mackey, Michael Sarah, Issa Rae. <laughs> the heck is Michael Kate Sarah McKinnon, Kate McKinnon, Rhea Perlman, Brie Larson, Iman Vellani, Samuel L. Jackson. Hmm. All right, then. A lot of dudes. So, back to Barbie. So, Barbie has meme hype. There's a lot of people who, who are seeing it because Barbie... Because the trailer is weird. The also, trailer is really weird. I don't know if it's going to be PG. I don't it, know what the target demographic they're going for is. I don't know. One, Barbie's not very big right now. It's been on the decline for a couple of years. And I don't think this movie's really going to help much. Um, if it's... it's um, Noah Baumbach wrote it with... Greta Gerwig, who's directing... Mm-hmm. Apparently the script I, is really good. I, apparently it's the people in Hollywood are calling it like the greatest script ever written. But which I doubt. If it is not PG, that will not matter. It will bomb. Yeah, it's a freaking well. Okay, hang on. Because hang on, hang on. Take your kids to it. It's gonna be. It's gonna have a really specific target audience, and that's not gonna be big enough to make any money. What are Hasbro's? What in the eighties were Hasbro's two biggest respective gendered toys? Formish for boys, Barbie for girls. <laughs> well, actually, it might have been G.I. Joe for boys. It wasn't. What was the rating for Transformers? What? Rating for Transformers. First rating. One. What was it rated? PG-13. Yes. Yeah. You see my point? Yeah, you're saying, like, the grown-up girls now will go see this, like, out of nostalgia for when they were kids? Uh, sure, maybe. My point is, Transformers survived with a PG-13 rating. Yeah, but Transformers was like an action franchise. This is like a weird meta-comedy. Yes, but what is the first thing everyone does with a Barbie? Does it tear? No, they take their clothes off. You can't take a Barbie's clothes off in a PG movie. I guess, but what... what? <laughs> But what is what is that? What is a movie out of that? I, what is this? I don't know what this is. The movie is Margot Robbie hot and also I don't think any, meta commentary no, on her being hot. I don't know what anything. I don't know what this is gonna be. I don't know who it's for. I don't know what the plot is. Well, the the trailer was a reference to Planet of the Apes. Two thousand one, a space odyssey. Or that, yeah, that. But does two thousand one, a space odyssey came out in the seventies? No, no, it's real big with uh, with little girls right now. Maybe it is. Maybe I'm just that out of touch. <laughs> no, I really oh, don't understand what 1968 this is. 1968 was when 2001: A Space Odyssey. I really don't understand what they're going for with this. I don't either. I, I, don't know. I think it will be good. Like I actually think it'll be good. Probably. I mean, I like the director, but I'm just I like the the screenwriter. I just don't know what it is. I like I like Margot Robbie when she's in a good thing. Mm-hmm. I like Ryan Gosling. I like Will Ferrell. I like Simu Liu. I. Sometimes can stand Kate McKinnon and Michael Sarah. Mm-hmm. It's, but what? 
I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know what this is going to be or who it's for. I think this is another Dark Horse. I think Transformers and Barbie are the Dark Horses this year. Transformers? You think Transformers is a Dark Horse? Yeah, because... It... I don't think you can call Transformers a Dark Horse because there's been, like, eight Transformers. Movies. No, but I mean in terms of how it'll perform in the box office. I feel like this and Mario are more of Dark No, but Mario's gonna make money. But so is Transformers, but the question is how much. No, but Mario will make a lot of Barbie money. is a complete wild card. Yeah, Barbie is a total honestly, shot in the dark. Honestly, if I had to say another movie is a wild card, I think it's the movie that's coming out the same weekend, and that's all. I don't know. You're missing another big one. It's Crip. I know you're going to do a, a <laughs> dumb... <laughs> that doesn't come out this year, by the way. That comes out well, movie. that's what the thing said. But um, Oppenheimer, it's Christopher Nolan, mm-hmm. who can still make a hit. Mm-hmm. If, he, if it comes out not in 2020, he can still make a hit. Also, Tenet didn't... Tenet made like two hundred million dollars, and it wasn't even like a in August of twenty twenty when there were yeah no the middle of over. COVID. It made three hundred sixty five in in September of twenty twenty. Total dead zone when there were like fifty movie theaters open nationwide with twenty five percent capacity. Dead zone. So people still, someone still saw that. Now, here's how I know if a movie will will make money is Nick will have heard of it. Nick wants to see Oppenheimer. See, I'm see, and that's how you know it's going to make lots of money because it's got it's Christopher Nolan. Now, it nobody no people are generally not that familiar with J. Robert Oppenheimer, but like, but people are familiar with Christopher Nolan, so it doesn't matter. They're familiar with this absurdly famous cast. Yeah, like they gave him a hundred million dollars to make a biopic. And he spent $80 million of it on the cast. On the cast, because it's insane. If you're a famous person, you're in this movie. He spent $80 million of it on cast and the other $20 million on, like, making a nuclear bomb explosion. Yeah, so I don't... I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to make money, but I don't know how much. We'll see what happens. See what happens. I don't know. These two, I have no idea what's going I have no idea what's going on either of these two. Yeah. July is a mystery month because the next movie... The Marvels. Is The Marvels. And I'm, I think this will bomb. Mm. I don't think it's... One, it's the last Marvel movie for the, movie for the year. It comes out July 28th. Uh, there's not... That's there's, the last one for the year? There's no November movie this year. This year. They stop in July. They have a big show coming out, But though. they have, like, nine TV shows coming yeah. out. So you'll get your fix of McDonald's. Your Coke addicts will get their Coke. <laughs> not, not the Coke can. The not Coke, this one. The cocaine kind. The cocaine um, kind. But... I'm like cocaine bear. The Marvels, I think, will do like average Marvel movie type. It's not going to do close to what the first one did because the first one made a billion dollars. It'll do Ant Man numbers, like the new Ant Man or like yeah. Old Ant-Man. I see them doing <laughs> about the same, probably. Um, because Captain Marvel one made a billion, but it also came out sandwiched in between Infinity War and Endgame, and also it was like kind of critically panned. So I, it's it's going in against the goodwill of the now, public. This is going to have the same amount of controversy, probably more. But um, Now, when I was talking about how there's not going to be discourse about Little Mermaid... There will be about this movie. Oh, boy, will this movie have discourse. Because it's got Brie Larson. Oh, good Lord. Not the only, most hated woman. <laughs> not only do we have Brie Larson, who is everyone's least favorite white but we woman, also have a but we have two women, women of color. So the YouTube channels that hate it when minorities <gasps> are in movies, they have... Public enemy number one this, with two minorities as the as the, the, yeah, <laughs> the supporting cast. They, they have like their big calendar for the year. And this date is just 
circled in red. They no, they took a freaking lighter and they like they burned this day out of the count. They're like, this is D Day. This is this, the, is, this is Doomsday this right is code here. Code red. This is every. I'm uploading 20 videos per hour. Every gun is trained on this movie <laughs> to fail. This this okay, so a little bit less superficial, ironic, whatever I was saying. Um, this movie's going in with a lot of a lot of critical People, weight against it. There's a lot well, of well, critics will probably be fairly positive to it. I mean, like normal person critic, like the, oh. the will of the nor the will of the public is against it. Yeah, they're they one some of most of them a lot not most of them some of them hate it just for existing. Some of them are just put off by that type of internet discourse and are tired of it and just will avoid it because of that. Avoid it because of the discourse. And the other people is Marvel fatigue. You'll have a lot of Marvel fatigue. So there's the discourse, the weirdos who will boycott it. There's Marvel, Marvel fatigue, fatigue in general. There's the critical reception of the first one. And then I spent all my money on Barbie. And then there's I spent all my money on, <laughs> on Barbie and Dead Reckoning. But... um. The other characters that are not Miss Marvel, who is not a very popular character in Miss Marvel, the show did not do very well. Oh no, I don't mean Miss Marvel. I mean Captain. Oh my gosh, Captain Marvel. They used to be the same character. They're different now. Okay, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying here, guys. But Captain Marvel is very few people's favorite Avenger. I will put it. My that. guess is no one's. <laughs> she's like she's above like Hawkeye, but she's below like Vision. So, like, she's not, like, batting a thousand over here. Jeez. <laughs> I'm not saying Vision's bad. I'm not saying Vision's bad. I'm just saying, like, he's not, he's no one's favorite. He Who doesn't stand Vision? out. I like Vision's cool. I like Vision. He's, he's just not, not my favorite. favorite. Exactly. He's no one's favorite. That's my point. Like, people, like, people are like, oh, yeah, I like, I like, I like Captain Marvel. She's cool, but she's no one's favorite. Except, like, the Except people. Except for, she only been in two things. Really? She's only really been in Captain Marvel and in Endgame. Except still. for, like. He's had like three cameos and except other for stuff. her like little like cult of people that really like Brie Larson. She's yeah. no one's really favorite Avenger. She right? doesn't really have a personality like the character. No, like a like she's Vision. Just kind of mean. She's like Vision, but Vision's like Vision's like a computer. He's really analytical. He's supposed to be personality. He's blunt, right? He's supposed to. He's a robot man. Yeah. Brie Larson's a human. Like okay, or just, not Brie Larson. Describe, describe Carol Danvers is a person. Describe Vision. He's a analytical robot ai created by tony stark and bruce banner for the sake of protecting the world and like he's learning how to love and he, he learns how to be a man yeah right i'm gonna describe captain marvel as a character well uh, like her personality she was the best plane pilot no, no 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 not her backstory tell me what her personality is she uh, uh <laughs> likes her friends <laughs> she punch good not a personality trait. Not a personality trait. Dang it. Cut her hair once. <laughs> I, yeah, she's not... Mildly sarcastic? She was rude to that guy. She stole she that guy's motorcycle. that guy for no reason. Well, for a reason, but a bad one. A dumb reason. She's not, she's not the most fleshed out character. And now, not very likable. I don't think that it's hopeless, though. I think they could make her interesting if given the right circumstances. If they get a good writer, the problem is this movie has four credited screenwriters. Let's be honest. The first Captain Marvel movie, I don't think they knew what to do with this no, character. No, they didn't at It all. came out at a bad time. No idea. It came out in between the two biggest Marvel movies mm -hmm. ever, which is the only reason it made as much money as its it did. Its only goal was to show her that she exists so that she could be in the next one. Exactly. It was just... 
we need to get this character into the culture. So, and we so have to inject it. Latin, they needed a first female led superhero movie. Yeah, that's Marvel. But, and they needed, that was the first one up. And then in Endgame, she didn't really have a chance to be a person. She in and blew up. She just ship. flies in and like shows up and, and she's gets there. punched and then. Or in Infinity War. Gone. And then in Endgame, she like barely talks. She's like she has, she's in like, War. she's in like one scene. She's in like the beginning. Endgame, she, at the very end, she flies in. Blows up the spaceship. He grabs Thanos. Punches him. Punches him real good. Punch on her. And she gets punched. And that's it. And that's her all she does. <laughs> so like she she hasn't really had no. a she hasn't really had a chance to be a character. Remember the um girls get it done part? She did do the girls get, get it done. To help her out, and then she just plows a bunch of guys and the rest of them. The rest of them are just anything. there, like because they don't really know what to do. But she hasn't really had a chance to be a real character. She was stuck in this weird movie. Where they completely butchered her origin, where they completely stripped her of everything that made her interesting because they had to in order to make it fit into the next movie. She fights a lame and forgettable villain. And then in the next movie, where she's meant to be this be-all, end-all of heroes, this Superman character, she's barely in the movie. So I think Captain Marvel has been done more dirty than I think almost any other Marvel character except maybe Thor. I think in I terms guess. of what her character used to be compared to what it is in the movies, I think she's been done exceptionally dirty. I just I don't feel if this is Do you remember bad. Do you remember Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes? Yes, I do. Can you tell what could you describe her personality in that show? Um she is sort of sarcastic. She's also nice. She's a good leader. Gets along with everybody. She is also the first one, one of the first ones suspicious of the trolls, so she's kind of good at investigating stuff. And she was like, she was overconfident at times. That was her like yeah. main flaw. Like she's she, kind of learning how to use her. Yeah, so she had like a real character. She was a person in that wow. show. In this one, she just shows up and is the best at everything. And has... Oh, no, Sam, she's added stuff at the start because power of one. Yeah, it's kind of, it's the, the way they handle her is not very well done. Anyway, I don't want to. So, anyway, the, the reason why I bring that up, the reason why I brought up the show, is because I want to point out Captain Marvel isn't hopeless. The character can be interesting and has been interesting in the past. She just got done extremely dirty by the, the, the place Marvel was at that point yeah, in time. Yeah, the only part about that that scares me is. Also, have. Oh, I didn't say I was hopeful. I just said it was possible. Don't confuse me here. I don't think this movie will be good. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, don't write it off. It, there's a, I'm not, the character is not hopeless. Anyway, so to talk about more about this movie specifically, yeah, so it's the most hated Marvel character. I, I, don't, think, I don't think anyone really comes close. I think that is the most hated Marvel character. She's the only one that people really dislike. Um, with two side characters... From Marvel shows that, to be honest, very few people are really people aware watched. of. WandaVision people watched, but a this. Lot of people watched but she was not a big character. But she was in it, so they'll probably remember. She her. was in it, but did she stand out enough that Grandma, who has seen both, is going to recognize well, that that's grandma's the same person? No, Grandma's. Well, but she does. If let's say you have a cool Grandma and she saw WandaVision, and she's going to see the Marvels, do you think she would recognize that that's the same character? I don't think so. I think they'd be like, oh, this is just a new person. Oh, I don't know. Now, now Miss Marvel, 
I think has a better chance. I think she stood out a lot more. Yeah, but less people saw that but show. But way less people saw that show. So the movie, it's an uphill battle. It is a very steep uphill battle. All of the Marvel films. Yeah. Like a two? For me, it's like a, like a three. Like, I'll give her a three. Because I feel like I have to. But if I didn't, I would not care. But I liked Miss Marvel. Not and even if it's like got good reviews. I liked Miss Marvel and I liked um, Photon. I don't remember what her Marvel character's name was. Yeah. It'll be fine, probably. Shut up and eat your McDonald's. <laughs> Comes with a free toy. Go, go get McDonald's. Get an extra large fry this time. The good thing is to get a break. Get like a six break after this. Well, but only kinda. Well, movies. For movies. For shows. For shows, which are basically break. extra big movies. It'll it's more. Ever. This franchise will never die. Um, I think that's, yeah, that's, that's it for July. Caesar. For he got killed. <laughs> Empire complete. Don't tell the United States. All right, uh, August. Meg two, Meg two, Meg two. Got Meg remember two. Remember Meg? Vaguely. Remember how, remember how Meg two is part of the Meg? Yeah. Yeah, Meg twice. This time they're going to kill four of them. That's where, the, that's where the Meg came from. Don't you remember the beginning of the movie where they no, go into the trench? Really yes, that was the trench. That was the trench. I remember about the that is the <laughs> only plot detail. No, the only thing I remember about the Meg is they, they kill it. Well, the movie, there's just another one. Remember the up. underwater hotel? And they don't yes. want anyone to know the Meg exists because they want people to go to their hotel. I remember. And then the, the Chinese lady's there. And she has a kid. And then also uh, uh, Jason Wilson, Statham is, is there. And, and Jason Statham goes, I'm a man. Look at my look at guy, look at my hot wife. Action. I got a hot wife. You know, hot wife? He was no. married to the the Chinese lady. No, because they had a kid. That his kid. Thought it was. I didn't pay I that much care. attention to the I movie. Wanna, <laughs> I hope this mom's. Stop, stop it! Stop it! Stop it! No, this movie made a billion million dollars in China. They're gonna make a million. Speaking of things that should end, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. Uh, executive producer, Seth Rogen. Oh, what? But hold on. Directed by Jeff. Oh, okay. That's what's kind of going for it. They put out like a... Actually, the Ninja Turtles are kind of on a roll lately. Have you noticed that? That Netflix... Because it was incredible. Well, the plot, I don't know. So I haven't actually seen it. But I've seen the animation on another level. They just had that video game that everyone liked. It was nominated for... Oh, yeah, it was nominated for lots of awards. I do okay. August is a good day for the game. Yeah, I think this movie is set up for to be good. I think it's good. I don't know what Challengers is. Uh, next week. 
Grand. Oh, challengers. Okay, challengers. Um, Okay, we're back. Hello. It's working again. Except for one of the mics isn't, so the mic's right there now. So the audio is worse, and I'm tired. It's midnight. Yeah, anyway, uh, where were we? Gran Turismo. Uh, don't care. Gran Turismo it's a Neil Blomkamp thing. It's... They're is doing... It, is it a video game? Yeah. Alright, next. <laughs> Haunted Mansion. Oh, this Jared is gonna go to Disney+. Plus. Is? No, it isn't. It's right now it's scheduled for theaters, but it's definitely gonna end up with Disney+. Cool. Uh, Last Voyage of the Demeter. I don't care. Blue Beetle was originally an HBO oh, release. Oh, I want this to do well, but it's won't. Like Blue Beetle. It'll bomb. And also, like, his story requires that they have the Justice League there. Not really. How are they gonna do the, what are they, how are they gonna do the Reach without Justice League? They just do this evil scarab, man. The evil scarab is the Also, Reach. no, they're not doing them. They're just doing... Uh, they're just gonna have an evil be Black Beetle's the villain, right? No, it's an evil corporate bad guy. Would you mean like the Reach? No, what? Corporate, like a, a business. Yes, remember when the Reach had all those businesses? No, but it's like a, it's just like an evil business lady. A regular business lady. Yeah. Uh, what's they listen? I don't know. Probably a horror movie. They listen. We're not. I'm tired. Next. <laughs> oh, this. Yeah, oh, tired, we're still going. I love this month. September. September. Oh my god. What a schedule. So, September 1st, <laughs> Nothing the, comes the Equalizer September. 3, which I think it's Labor Day weekend. That might do okay. It won't. Yeah, the first two did fine. Yeah, but it's the Equalizer they're, 3. They're good. Whatever. Anyway, uh, The Nun 2. Uh, that's gonna make money because it's a war film. Yeah, that's yeah. the first Conjuring movie in life. Oh no. No, they did that. They did the third one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a Haunting in Venice. That's the next, um... Or Kill Perot mystery. Oh, that's the next... Uh, Death okay. on the Nile. Oh, okay. It's, um... Even though Death on the Nile made no money, they're just... They're just gonna let him keep going, they're I guess. make more But it. this one's cast is, like, much less famous. It's, um... It's Kenneth Branagh. He's coming back to play the detective. Kyle Allen, Emile Cotton, Jamie Dornan, Tina Fey, Michelle Yeoh. So... 
Jamie Dornan is their big male lead. Mm-hmm. Is their big male guy. Tina Fey is another one, and then Michelle Yeoh. Which is not an insult to Michelle Yeoh or Tina Fey or Jamie Dornan. But they're not as big. That's no Gal Gadot. That's no Johnny Depp. So. Alright. Um, the Expendables 4. They're still and doing that this. That IP still exists. Until Sylvester Stallone is dead. Wins. Oh, that's um, Taika Waititi's next film. About a soccer team. Ooh. It had, um, what's his face in it? The Cannibal. Cool. Um, he was also in Death on the Nile. What's his face? There's a cannibal man? Uh, what's his name? Army Hammer. Army Hammer. You know the actor? He got accused of, um, well, when he was perving on, uh, on minors. But also he wanted them to, like, do, like, weird, like a weird cannibal fetish. All right. So he got canceled. Okay. But he was in that. But they had to reshoot all of his stuff with Mularnet instead. That's funny that they had a cannibal man in them. Yep. All right. <laughs> Next. October. Craven the Hunter might come out, everybody. I... Do a dance. Yeah. Craven the Hunter. You guys know him. No, you don't. Go in the comments <laughs> if you know Craven the Hunter. We're going to get a lot of comments on this one. Um. Just... Um, you know what? Go in, comments, <laughs> go in the comments if you even know what Craven the Hunter is from. Why do we want more spum? What's the, why are we getting more spum? Well, after Morbius did so well. I mean, they'd be stupid. That's true. I mean, you can't make. Why are we getting. Why are we doing. Hey, I mean, one off Spider Man villains are big money right now. You know, Morbius, with all Morbius doing so good and everything. I don't. Why? I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna see this and I'm gonna hate every minute. <laughs> Alright, what's true love? Don't care. The Exorcist is um David Gordon. Is it not the Exorcist? No. So you remember the movie The Exorcist from the 70s? Yes, I'm so David Gordon Green, who did the last three Halloween movies. Well, those were he's doing an, another trilogy of Exorcist films good. that are a direct sequel that are a requel to the first one. Well, if he's good at anything, it's requels. Well, I mean, the first Halloween 2018 was like okay, and then, and then the rest were. It just went downhill. Big hills. And they went downhill. Paw Patrol? That's going to make money. It will. Because Paw Patrol is big, money. baby. It's big money with the little kids. It's big cash. Like, like stupid big green kids. Like, that is like the only popular yeah. kids brand right now. And then Saw's coming back again. And 10, 10. It's coming, coming out the week of Halloween, too, which is also like a bad idea. That's always a bad weekend for me. Why do we. Because they cost literally nothing to make, and they make so much money. You know what else movie costs nothing? <laughs> Just not making a movie. <laughs> and there's only one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, next November, we're getting to the holiday season. We've got some pretty big boys over here, too. Some big, 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 big booty boys over here. Boys with big booties. Alright, November. Um, Dune Part two. 2. I'm hyped for Dune 2. I am too. Um, I think it's... was really, really good. I think it might do worse. I think it might do better. It could do better. I most don't people, know. Most people I don't think were familiar with Dune. I mean, they might have been, like, passive. Dune made whatever. a pretty good amount of money for 2021 and also coming to HBO Max. And also being an adaptation it did of a book million. that's almost impossible to read. It did 400 million. Which is I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad, I'm just saying like half of that book is a dictionary explaining what the book is. Yeah, so um, the next one, this one has, they added more people to cast, so our new people are Tim Blake Nelson, 
We have C. Dow Christopher Walken. I love all these characters' names and how they're just like the stupidest names. Sam, ever. these are real people. No, 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 not the names. I'm talking about the, the characters. Oh, you mean Dune. Paul Atreides, Lady <laughs> Jessica, Lady Jessica, Stilgar, <laughs> Stilgar, Shadam Four. Adam sounds like someone meant to I know. <laughs> um, my favorite character by far from the first film, who is sadly dead, is now. Like, they, they all sound like names of, like, someone making fun of Game of Thrones characters. Uh, on November 17th, The Hunger Games Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I feel like this is gonna bomb. I think it says the word Hunger Games. I don't think anyone cares about Hunger Games anymore. I think you're forgetting how popular. It was it was big, but that was like eight years ago. Yeah, so now there's not people now. have moved on. Well, now people are. No, they're not. It's not been long enough. Been... All those people are in college now. But Sam, if you saw <laughs> if you saw the last Hunger Games movie when you were twelve, so which is a possible you definitely could have part two. You're in college. Mockingjay Part Two made six fifty eight. Worldwide, which isn't great, and it made less than part one did. So it was already on a decline when it was going out. Okay, it's got legs, it'll come back. I don't think you, I don't think anyone's gonna care. It's a prequel, it's got <laughs> like none of the characters. Okay, but like the coolest part of... like, Okay, you know what you have to look at to see if this is gonna make money? Is the most recent Harry Potter films, right? That's another book adaptation going forever. Mm -hmm. Nostalgic audience. The last one, massively underperformed. I think this is not going to make any money. I just don't see anyone who is interested. I don't I think see they why they would be interested. I just don't see. I don't see it. Like I don't see why this is getting made. That's because you're not friends with any girls. Sam, does anyone care about this? The girls care. They actually. Yeah, they read all the books. They read this one. They read the prequel one. If they were hooked enough on the original ones, they did. I don't think this is going to make. I think it's going to bomb. I really do. I don't think it's going to make any money. I think it'll break even. Okay, uh, Trolls 3. Who cares? Next. Uh, did Wish, which is their next... That's the Thanksgiving movie. Oh, that's is like, that their 100 That's their 100th anniversary, anniversary one yeah. with... Um, the Wishing Star. Wishing Star and Ariana DeBose is in it. Uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully it's good. It needs to be a hit so that um, uh, Jennifer Lee doesn't get fired and embarrass herself again. Unlike Strange World. And Last then, month. December, okay. Wonka on December 15th. Why? Why? This is the most unnecessary thing. I think why does it exist? Made. Who cares? Why do? Why are there two Wonka pre origins? Got there aren't. First one was half Wonka. The first one. Not the first first one. The the, the second first one. You mean the Tim Burton one? The Tim Burton one. That was really more of a Willy Wonka film than the first one was. That's what that I'm one. saying. The first one was called Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. That was really like, more about yeah, Charlie. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then the remake was called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And that was really more about Willy Wonka. <laughs> Bad at naming things. Um, this really has one thing going for it, and that's Timothy Chalamet. And we'll see if that's He's enough Why? to carry Is he it. Wonka? Yes. But, you know, bones and all, nobody saw. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet is one of those actors who can go in between being a massive superstar celebrity and, like, being in movies absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I, I mean, you remember the movie that, like, it started his career. Oh, the... Uh, the pedophile movie? 
Uh, that was another Army Hammer film where a 25 year old Sam, man. Sam, Army Hammer's everywhere. No one can escape him. A 25 year old man slowly seduces like a 16 year old. Fun times. All right. Normal movie. Ghostbusters <laughs> 4. The next Ghostbusters film comes out on December 20th. Okay. I'm not. I'm not feeling good about it. I'm not feeling anything. <laughs> so it was Jason. So Jason Reitman was supposed to direct it. Because he did the last one. And then he uh, stepped down, and the co-writer Uh-oh. is going to direct it. Uh-oh. Which worries me, because I feel like he's just trying to get out of being involved with this at all. Does he not want to be involved, or does he not want to do Ghostbusters anymore? Because that's what his... This is the last one. I feel... No, I don't think he's cursed. I feel like that he's gone. And like he's like, okay, I can. I don't have to do. I don't have to. I don't now. feel responsible for this. Yeah, but um, I like the lead girl. He's good. They're going back to New York. So I want to see them do globe. Just globe trotting. No, okay. Here's what I. This is really all I want. I just want them to develop the characters they have, give them personalities and names, <laughs> um, and just. Like, do a new villain. I swear to God, it's Zool again. if we do Gozer, even anything related to Gozer, if they say Gozer in the movie, I'm gonna leave. And if it's the stupid uh, Vigo the Carpathian, I will literally, I will also leave. If they just do Ghostbusters 2 again? Maybe they should. You know what? If the no, 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 maybe they should, though. Sam, think about it. Okay. Sam, no! I don't want, no, I'm so what done. Was Ghostbusters so Afterlife. Done. Ghostbusters Afterlife was just... It was Ghostbusters 1, Ghostbusters but this time it's Stranger Things. So, so now we can do Ghostbusters, except for... But we're back in New York, which makes me think they're going to do a walk another big thing through the city. We can do battle. Sam, what do you think this gonna, what big thing is going to walk through the city? Sam, what big thing? This time, it's going to be a big donut. Instead we of did, a marshmallow, it's going to be a donut. We did Stay Puff. We did... Uh, Ghost Logo. No, we did... We did Ghost Logo. We did uh, Statue of Liberty. So what else we got? What else can we do? Stay Puff. 9-11 Memorial. Versus. 9-11 Memorial. No, Statue of Liberty. We, we take the original... We take the original two, and now... We fight. They fight. Mecha. God. Mecha battle. And, and there can be a smaller ghost who pilots. <laughs> The the, 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 this is not going to make any money. Going to do bad, and you know what? Good. Ghost, the Ghostbusters afterlife is over. It's time to die. You'll never make a good, you'll never make as good a movie as Ghostbusters. Harold Ramis is gone. Rest don't want to Ivan Reitman's gone. Bill Murray is canceled. Why? Broke all those women. Dan Aykroyd <laughs> is crazy and probably should just be locked up. Yeah. <laughs> and Ernie Hudson, I love you, Ernie. He's cool. But what? Just retire. Go home. No, he. he Go he, home, Ernie. <laughs> Go home. Save yourself. It's not too late. It's just leave. Jason, go do There's something else. There's still time else. to escape. McKenna Grace, you got a bright future. You don't have to be tied I'm to this. Here. Ben Wolfhard. You got Stranger Things. You'll why be are you fine. wasting your time? You'll be fine. Don't other, worry. other kids, why did you hitch your wagon to this? <laughs> All right, what's migration? Uh, that's Illuminations film about ducks or something. 
Okay. It'll make a lot of money because it's elimination. That's true. Aquaman and the last comes out Christmas movie. Day. The DCEU's last hurrah. It's a grand finale that was never meant to be a grand finale. The movie to end all delayed DC a whole movies. year because of how bad it was. Got written by a, Jason Momoa. Got a domestic abuser in it. I can say that because she was She's proven in a court of law. Now, yeah. um, <laughs> it's been proven in a court of law. <laughs> Unlike how OJ only allegedly killed his wife. Right, but he still has to pay them money. That's right. Hired me is much more willing to call people criminals. Um, <laughs> I like how they, they took his book and they made the if really, really small. And they, it just says, I did it. <laughs> did you see that? Uh, the most recent print of the book, the if... Is really really tiny and it's in the top of the eye of the or yeah of the <laughs> I did it. So it, it, just, it just says I did it in big black text. You know what? Since we're doing Naked Gun again, put him in what? the next one. You know how they're doing oh, OJ Simpson? Yeah. He was in one of the we're talking about Aquaman. No, what are you talking about? He was in one of the Naked Gun movies. You should do when they do the next one. I think it's with like Liam Neeson. They should put him in it. And he's like, he's like holding a bloody knife the whole movie. He's the killer. He's the killer. <laughs> I'm gonna write Naked Gun 4, and it's just gonna it's gonna be, just, yeah. it's gonna be Lee Neeson solving a murder done by OJ Simpson. And we're gonna pitch it to OJ like it's like a, like it's not a joke about murder. Yeah, like it's 100 percent serious. Like it's just serious. Oh my god. Alright, Aquaman. Lost Kingdom. I think it'll make money because it's Aquaman, but... But it will not be a satisfying finale. No, it won't, but that's fine. It's ready to be done. Because what is born in mediocrity dies immediately. It will die as it lived, which is controversial, everyone yelling about it, and really just not doing very well financially. Oh no, Aquaman did really good financially. Aquaman made a billion dollars, but it made like 700 million of that in China. Aquaman <laughs> made more money than... Made more money than Batman. All of the Batmans, all of the Supermans, and all of the Wonder Womans, and Justice League made less than Midnight Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, actually. Probably, like, in terms of financially, no, like, they took a bigger loss of that than, than, that, than that than we took. We a made a more successful movie than the Justice True, League. as in, ours lost less money. Yeah. And there were... <laughs> Their expectations were a lot higher than ours were. Alright, that's movies in 2023. That's all of it, guys. Uh, we're not going to do games and TV shows because we're already going for three hours. So we'll save that for next week. Oh, no, you think we've gone for three hours? Um, no, we've gone for three hours. <laughs> uh, I don't know what I this episode this was. The episode. I don't know what this was. This was, over this was everything. This was all of it. This is the big boy. I'm literally just going to walk in the other room and fall asleep. Happy New Year. Happy baby. New Year. We'll bye see bye. you next week. Bye-bye.